Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you? Doing good, sir? Joel, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. It's a, it's nice. a nice, chill Monday Monday over here. Quite well, I'm nice. glad you're having a nice, chill Monday. We're recording this, and I've got to go to a meeting and then do a close I'm- shift at work, so... I'm sorry, man. It's oh, fine. It's my Sunday, and I'm feeling good. <laughs> it's alright. I got a day off tomorrow, so it's fine. Yeah. There you go. So see, roll, there you roll go. the reverse tomorrow. Good. Yeah, I got tomorrow yeah. off. Tomorrow, I'll be I'll be the one dealing with the the, the horribleness of being an adult. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, what's been going on? What's been happening in the last week since I saw Not you a last lot, weekend? Honestly. Yeah. Uh, as we have as as we've already brought up, work is still a thing. But yeah, I've yeah. had some time in the evenings to plug away at some games, but. Not really a great deal else at this point. Like, no. Um, I'm still trying to recap BoJack before that comes back, but I won't be fully caught up, so I'll just have to deal with it. I definitely uh, haven't. They're, they're, but Netflix <laughs> is good like that. They always have um that look like a recap. recap at the yeah. start, and it's usually good to watch that because it's sort of like more focused on what the new series is going to be about. So you can sort of hit all the major points that you need to be caught up in. And oh yeah. And it'll it'll really just sort of filter down my Bojack misery that I'll get. Yep. Uh, yep. Oh, actually, I did watch the first episode of Jim Carrey's new show. Oh, I haven't got around to that yet. How is it? Oh, the first two episodes up on Stan right now. Yeah, uh, I know. I really I've liked re- it. Like it's early, but it's it's got my attention. Yeah, I look. I'm, I'm very interested in it because, like you know, the trailers looked amazing. It's Jim Carrey and Michelle Gondry back together again, and. Um, if you don't know about that combo, if you've not seen uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, fucking go and watch that movie because it is so excellent. Um, I adore that movie. I haven't watched it in a while, actually. I've been trying to get Ash to watch it. fun to do afterwards, though. Yeah, exactly. Maybe after the, yeah, <laughs> finish watching the series. Um, I've been trying to get Ash to watch it because she hasn't seen it yet. And I was like, it's really good. Like, it's really it's good. A, it's a good movie. It's a good, it's, a, it's a good, yeah. Yeah, it's a good relationship movie. It's a gut movie. punch. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's a good relationship movie in a really, like... Yeah. Kind of uh, pessimistic way. Oh, not even pessimistic. I don't know. It's in a in a weird, uh, like, downer kind of way. But I guess that makes it more realistic in a way, which is funny considering the the the, the, uh, the concept of the movie, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, really good stuff. But anyway... But yeah, so I, I would recommend you check out the first couple episodes of Kidding Joel. They're on Stan. But uh, I've only watched the first one. But it, yeah, it's it's definitely got my attention. And I'll probably, honestly, after we're done here, go and watch the second one. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to... um, I've got a, I just haven't got around to it yet, but I'm going to go resub to um to Stan so I can watch it. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do that. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Ah, who am I kidding? I know what I'll be doing tonight. We'll get to that soon. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and, and that's where... It, that's... That's... Where it's fun to bring up why it's been... Because normally I'm like, yeah, I'll bring like a movie or a TV show. I My TV's been in heavy use this past week. Yeah. No time for TV shows or movies, only video games. I've been watching I've been watching some stuff. I, I'm, I'm, I've, I'm into season three of My Hero Academia now. Nice. So, You're getting there. Um, I'm proud of you. It's very good. Yep. Yep. I've only got like, you know, 15 or so episodes to go to be sort of caught up, I guess. Um. If this is our anime block, uh, the new episode of Attack on Titan this week was pretty, pretty schmick, pretty good. Nice, nice. Season three has been very good so far. Yeah, I've got to catch up on that too. 
I'm a bit far behind. Well, you're that, lucky but... in the sense you saw the second the second season in movie form, really. Yeah, I so... I I, de- I did the I did the trunk I did the cliff notes version basically of of the season abridged. two. Yeah, the abridged version. Um, it was good. It has though. all it the important beats in it. Mm, yeah, it caught me up. I was like, all right, cool, all right, nice. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I've been watching my, my Hero Academia is like my when it's time to have dinner. It's like I can't. Oh, I don't nice. want to put on like a podcast or anything, so I put on something I'm gonna focus on, which is usually my Hero Academia. So that's it's like a that's what it's I a do. nice twenty minute block right there. Exactly, yeah. And then usually like it gets to the point where I fi- I've finished dinner and I'm, I'm like three episodes deep because like something's <laughs> happened and I'm like, oh, well, I've got to see this out, don't I? Um, <laughs> it goes in like three episode blocks where it's just like, oh, you're gonna keep watching, and I'm like, well, yeah, okay, I'm absolutely well, season keep three. Season three is really good for that, especially towards the start of it. Yeah, I'm getting that. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling that. I think that. Well, I've only watched one episode of season three, which is like the kind oh, of like okay. the. It's like the clip episode. I think I've only watched one, maybe two, but. But you know how they start with like a, like a clip show episode. I I like the way they did it for two to three though, like the the lead into season three. It was actually like an actual episode that had story yeah. development and stuff. It wasn't just like a yeah here's what you've missed and here's the story up until now. It was like, yeah, it was like, that. Some animes had... just have those and I just like skipping them is fun, but so they sometimes catch me off guard while I'll get like a quarter of a way into it. And I'm like, wait, I, yep. I definitely seen this. Oh God, it's a recap episode. Skip. Yep. And it's like, it, sometimes they're pretty, they're pretty generously labeled. Like I know the one for my hero academia between the lead into season two is called 13 episode 13.5. Or for like yeah. sixteen point five or something, so it's like it, it's sort of you look at that and you go, oh, okay, this is a uh, this is a bridging uh, episode, yeah. But um, but yeah, some shits going on, some shits going down. <sighs> all might's uh, yeah, strap all might's, yourself in, Joel. Almost feeling pretty pessimistic about some stuff, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, he's a positive guy. <laughs> he's a posi- he's a positive guy, and he is not super positive at the moment. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, apart from that, it's just work. That's all I've been doing. Yeah, nothing like, crazy. As I said, my TV has been monopolized by other things. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, yeah, which I think it's probably a good time to get to. I was going to do some sort of like lead in with like when you were saying about we were saying about positive. I was going to be like, well, speaking of positive and negative, I think it's time we checked in with our quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show, where we kick things off uh, with a nice hearty discussion of uh, our gaming habits and and uh, our tendencies and things over the last week, uh, last week or so. Um, mine's pretty just much just one game this week. So I know you've got a couple of other things that you've played. Do you want to start with the with that one, or do you want to end with that one? That's the. I reckon we end. I reckon we end with that one. I reckon you you hit okay. us up with what you've been playing, um, and then we'll lead right. into our big our our big topic, I guess, for the 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 quest log this week. Uh, well, I'll start with a short and sweet one because, I mean, in reality, it is, it is very very short because it is a demo uh, on okay. Friday. On Friday, as a result of the delayed Nintendo Direct, which we will probably touch on in Dope or Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of things still happen because, I mean, it's short notice to really cancel announcements and stuff. And Capcom 
uh, released a demo for Mega Man 11, and I downloaded it on the Nintendo Switch to take it for a spin, and happy to say that, I mean, I haven't played a classic Mega Man for a while, probably since, like, the Legacy Collection, like, the first one on PS4. Right. Yep. But, man, it feels really good. Like, awesome. I'm I'm getting good classic Mega Man vibes. I was initially not convinced by the visual style they'd chosen, but after playing it, I'm, I'm fine. It looks nice. It looks good. No yeah, issues. Not like... Yeah. I... I got weird, and again, it's it's not fair to sort of put this on Mega Man 11 because it the reason I had these vibes isn't even its fault. But ever since, oh crap! What what was the what's the other one, Joel? What's the bad one? Oh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Ever since Mighty Number no. Nine, I'm I'm iffy on these like 3D, 2D platformers, and I don't know yeah. why. Again, it's not okay. fair. Like. But it was a, it was when I saw Mega Man Eleven, I was like, oh, I didn't go Pixel, which is, I guess, fair enough. But also, I just think of Mighty Number no. Nine. Doesn't matter. Like the game is good. Like not like Mighty Number no. Nine at all. Have complete That's faith. Good. This game will be a fun Mega Man title. Uh, uh, for someone who controls are tight for, and the jumping is nice and all that, it's all there. For someone who's never played a Mega Man game ever, what, would you recommend like at least well, I guess checking out the demo because it's free? But like, would you recommend this game to someone? Asking for a friend. I mean, um, asking for a friend. Well, if you want, if you want to check out the demo, there's a there's a bunch of like it's got some difficulty options to sort of okay. uh, give you a better chance. I didn't try. There's uh, there's casual, easy, and normal. I think. I mean, there's like a harder one. And okay. from what I could tell from playing on normal or easy, like it just gives you some extra lives, which in Mega Man is honestly all you really need because that game is sort of about about getting getting your your path through a stage down rather than the enemies being easier to kill or anything like that right and so but i haven't tried casual so i'm not sure if that will change anything beyond that but if you're curious yeah free demo you can you can you can pick an easier difficulty to sort of get into the feel of it uh but yeah i i'm actually like it comes out in october i think and depending on what comes out around it i think i might actually check it out when it drops okay it's been a while i'm ready for some for some Mega Man action it's it's yeah, so it's sort of like one of the one of the robot masters that you'll fight is Blockman, I think, and okay. you get to run through a stage and fight him at the end, and it's it was good, and I it it is sort of doing that Mega Man thing as well, where it introduces you to the hazards it's going to present to you in layers. You're like, okay, here is this falling block here, cool, you can deal with that. Here is this falling block here on this conveyor belt, okay, you've got that. Now here is this falling block on conveyor belts while you're climbing up, and it's just sort of I, I just love the way Mega Man sort of does that. It's just perfect. Yep. There's a good there's a good uh, summation of that if you watch uh, Aaron. Yeah, it definitely is uh, in his sequel artist video uh, about Mega Man uh, Mega Man X. It's oh yeah, Mega Man X is a very good game. Very yeah. Well, I've I have not played it, but like it's um yeah, like it, that's a really good summation, of that. and it's also very very funny. Um, yes, but yeah, him him talking about like how the game teaches you how to play the game without actually having mm. a dedicated tutorial is very very cool, uh, and yeah, it's something like, that intru- I notice intru- in games a lot now as well. Yeah, when games like introduce elements to you like in pieces and then sort of lay them together as you get further through, you're like, oh, I see yeah. what you're doing here. I get yeah. you, and it makes you feel like you're being super clever. Uh, but then you realize, oh wait, no, that's the way the game's designed. That's that's not me. This is designed very meticulously and very, very deliberately. So, uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's I like that kind of 
way of dealing with a. I think the the messenger does that a little bit as well, where it just sort of like throws yeah, you in. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did you notice really that in the earlier stages that I've gone through. Mm, yeah, it's like the messenger is really good for that because I was like, oh, what am I supposed to be doing? Oh, okay. Um, it's either like, like contextually based. Um, uh, what's it called? Tutorials or just figure it I think out. It, it, I think it's very, it's very, it's a very good way for a two D platformer to do it because Shovel Knight did mm-hmm. it a lot as well. Yeah, where it true. just introduces you to bits and then sort of stacks them together and reconfigures them to sort of challenge you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just works for those games. And I love it yeah. when they do it. For sure. For sure. Awesome. Uh, but the, the meaty discussion, Joel, and it was, funnily enough, like, it was a game I was going to bring last week, but completely forgot. <laughs> I hadn't finished it last week, so I guess it works okay, because I yep. have finished it now. And that is Wolfenstein the New Colossus. Right. You did it, Joel. You did, did it. I'm very proud of you, but I'm also interested to hear what you have to say, because I've read some of your tweets about it. So, oh, I think there's half a good shooter here, honestly. Half a good shooter, <laughs> okay. Like, okay, so I actually, like, in retrospect, I did really like the New Order. Like, I remember having some issues with that as well, mm-hmm. but I think I generally might prefer that a bit more than this one. Really? Uh, for starters, yeah. I mean, I don't like spending... The f- so, let's, okay, let's do a, a quick little breakdown of why I don't like the first half of this game. Okay. Uh you're stuck on 50 health, basically. Anytime you go above 50 health, you just bleed back down to it, which I... Yep. Man, the enemies can hit you, like, once once or twice and you're dead. And you they'll, they could, they come out of nowhere sometimes. They just blend into the environment because it's all brown and black and uninteresting to sort of look at. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it made it a lot more of a trial and error shooter, which are not my favorite things because... Fair enough. I hate dying... To an enemy, I could. I was like, "Oh, I didn't see you there," and you hit me twice, yeah. and I'm dead. And now I've got to go back and do it again. Like, I, I love Dark Souls for that, but for some reason, don't like it in this. Maybe because it's okay. more frustrating, and I feel like it could be just my bad aim. I'm not great at those sort of shooters. Like Doom, okay. I got through, but it was. I don't know. I feel like I had more control in how I engage the enemies in that game. Doom can feel a little bit more loose as well because it's supposed yeah. to make you feel. It's supposed to make you feel overpowered. That's the whole point of Doom. Is that the Doom yeah, Slayer well, it, is this it, fucking like menace that is um Well in the first the first half of New Colossus, Blaskowitz sucks. He sucks <laughs> and he's bad. And you're like, yeah. well, I'm also bad, so I'm having a bad time. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> That's fair enough. I never even uh, I, it never even really clicked to me when I was playing it. I was just I was I was in for it, but like um I guess like looking back on it retroactively, that's probably a good fairly good point. Like there were still good parts in the in the first half. Like obviously when you're wandering through the city on your way to to the the um diner and you run into the Nazi who's getting a strawberry milkshake and all that. But again, so that good. wasn't really what I would describe as a gameplay intensive segment because I also liked the stuff at Blaskowitz's family house as well. The farm that is excellent. That part, yeah. Yes, uh, of course. The cutscene after that, the big one. Mm. After that. The game was really good again. I was having fun. It was enjoyable. It, it helped having a hundred health. So I, I took like four hits to die this time. That was amazing. Right. Uh, and of course, obviously, Vaskowitz has other tools he's got. Like he gets his, his, you can pick one of the three abilities. And then I went and got the other two as well. Cause I was like, no, I want all of them. Cause I picked the yep. stupid walker legs and they suck. Yeah. I can't remember. I think I picked the, um, the, the charge dash, like the, yeah, the, I kind of, the bash one. 
I wish I'd taken the constrictor harness. But yeah, I took the battle walker cool. legs and it's like cool, I can hit the high places. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. Half half the time when I pop my legs they're like, What was that noise? I'm like, fuck you, first of all. Just fuck <laughs> in as a general rule, Nazis, get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um no, you can upgrade them though, I think the they come silently, don't they? Oh, I don't know if the battle walker does. I think one of the things has that as an upgrade and maybe it applies to them like right. retroactively, okay. but Either yeah. way, like I, I made sure to get all the other um, abilities and all the upgrades by doing the missions around the uh, the submarine and all that. Yeah. The so side, by the time I got the... to the end, I was I was in a pretty good place. And yeah, so like I said, the second half really enjoyed it. Um, oh, that like obviously that big cutscene in the middle of the game that mm-hmm. I I'd already I'd already seen it. Just full disclosure, so it wasn't a shock for me, but it's still pretty intense. It's fucking uh, mental. <laughs> Like yeah. it, it blew my fucking mind, pun intended. Um, but like, yeah, it it, bl- it blew me away. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" And then to see what actually happened, and then where it goes from there, you're like, "This game is absolutely insane," and I love it. It is. It is insane, um, and I'll, I'll give it that. And again, my takeaway from this is much like New Water, where the story is really good. Yeah. Where honestly, if if you're not really that great shooters get this game knock it down to easy because the gameplay is pretty eh anyway and just really enjoy that story because it's it's a killer i love it yeah we'll see i i the cast really is like, so good yeah absolutely i i mean obviously yeah the story is amazing but i see i love the i love the gameplay but it was yep, those fucking shotguns man when you get the ricochet bullets on them off you get in a small corridor yeah. and you're like it's shredding time yeah like i said it, it's it's fine uh I get, second half was much better when i could actually survive i felt like i was having a better time yep um i don't i I still don't know how i feel about the enemies the stealth in general like getting spotted by a guy and then suddenly everyone knows where i am i'm like okay cool. yeah that's a that's a pretty fairly common gameplay trope anyway in games that try to incorporate stealth in them yeah sorry i don't care if you're not if you're a first person shooter if you have stealth i will hold you against metal gear solid there you go. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's and fair. and your stealth was well, and like again, Metro, the Metro series that has really good stealth. I just I wanted a better indicator for when I was actually sneaking. Like Metro in the Metro games, you've got like a little light that glows on your gun when you're in stealth, and yep. maybe it's a bit immersion breaking, but I don't know. It's not exactly a super realistic game when I'm ahead on a super soldier body. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yep. Very true. Very true. Um. But again, it's just it's a it's a, it's a minor gripe, and it did get in the way of my sneaking. When I when I just was done, when I was sick of it at the end of the game, and just shooting through Nazis, it was much better. The last encounter against like those two big yeah Nazis wasn't super great. No, I like, agree. Even... And it just sort of ends, and you're like, oh, well. Mm, I, no, in terms no. of gameplay wise, there is there is a nice wrap up scene that you get to do after that. Which yeah, is which I, which I'll get to. Fucking but... awesome, but yeah. Um, I, I also want a special shout out to uh, to Machine Head Games for for recognizing that when I was on Venus and given the opportunity to kick Hitler and his stupid Nazi face, that I would take mm-hmm. it. Yep, <laughs> because absolutely. How could you not? How could you not just like? Because I was just walking past him, and I looked down at him. It's like R three to kick. I'm like, well, I'm doing this. I'm absolutely yep. kicking him. Kick he him died. Head, yeah. I got shot to death. Got a trophy, and it reloaded. I'm like, all right, we're going to checkpoint me. Ah, oh, it checkpointed me right at the chair right like five yeah. seconds before because. <laughs> People are going to do it. Why not? Like it's absolutely. You give them the option. It's exactly. going to happen. 
give him a little kick. It's fun. It feels good. Um, yeah, like... Also, uh, yeah. I do want to say I love their representation of Hitler. Just yep. this pathetic old man, clearly beyond his expiration date, like vomiting yep. on the floor, pissing in a bucket, and then missing, killing yep. people. Clearly a little bit senile, like horribly yep. weak. It's It was really good to see. I was like, yeah. yes. It was really good to see. Um, did you this also is, this see is the leader of the Nazis in the last in the last mission as well? There is a there's a file to do that mentions Mecha Hitler. I I've already I'm pretty sure Machine Head Games said that Mecha Hitler was going to be the next one, right? Yeah, I'm I, I like I mean everyone expected it. It's going to be because I I've got yeah. a feeling that the next one's going to be like it's going to be like the Wolfenstein new trilogy, whatever the new Colossus, the new Order, the new whatever the new one is. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we've got Youngblood next year, which is set after Colossus. Yeah. So we know there's going to be a decent stretch of time where the Nazis still own control. Not of America, yeah. but... Um, It'd be interesting to see the... if they did, if they if they went, like, the third one was, like, modern day. And it was, like, old Blazkowicz. Like, <laughs> like Metal Gear Solid 4 style. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but with the Wolfenstein series. I'm like, I'd be into And then, like, <laughs> it'd be cool, though, because, like, you, you'd finish that game and it'd be like, you you, go, you know going into that game, it's like, well, BJ's going to die at the end of this, but how is it going to happen? Is it going to be happy? Is he going to feel fulfilled? Is it going to, you know, be satisfying? He will That's... die killing Mecha Hitler. Absolutely, yeah. Like, he did that, like, like, when you think he's dead at the end of the first one. And then the oh, second one starts, yeah. and you're like, "Nah, got it. We got you. <laughs> it's fine." So yeah, I still, I still, still didn't like that New Order ending. Thank you for reminding me about that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like I, I liked it until it was... they were like, "We're doing another one." I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, I mean, I hadn't played it then, but like, if you played it before they announced a new one, it's like, "Well, I know this has no weight now." <laughs> like, see, for me, I was, I was probably mostly okay because I had new Colossus around the corner. But can you imagine finishing New Water? And then them going, oh, we're doing another one. And you're just sort of left on that. You're like, oh, yeah. But you're like, how? How? <laughs> Whereas, like, New Colossus does a similar thing where it is a, it's not really a cliffhanger, but you know there's more. But I think yeah. you get a better wrap up. You get that really satisfying kill on it's, Frau Angel yeah. from the, um, from and the, I love the, the, I love how just, drawn out that is. Like, oh, like sneaking through and you just, I, I was take up there listening time. to her talk forever. And you, just, it just makes you. It just makes you even. Every word makes you more and more furious. Yeah. And then when you do finally get yeah. that kill against her, you're like, "Oh fuck you, fuck like, you to fucking hell." Don't even skip to the kill. Like I love that you drop down, or you don't. You take, you ride the, the lift down. Yep. They all. Yep. They're like, "Oh shit, it's terribly." And she whips out a gun and shoots you. You can just sort of walk at her. <laughs> yep. It's like, nah, you're dying here. This is happening, and just <laughs> the axe in the face. And yep. like you, her face sort of falls in half, and oh man, <laughs> you're like this couldn't is... have happened to a better Nazi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You deserved every fucking second of this, and it's so good. Um, and then like the wrap up with like you know the 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 speech of like, and like you said, it does build into like obviously there's going to be another one, but it's not like oh, it, it, it you, like you said, it wrapped up the story it was telling within this specific game, but then it was like, yeah, this fight's not over yet. And you go, yeah, fuck yeah, it's not, but we're going to finish it in the next one. Yeah. Like, and, and like, 
Um, this fight's not over yet, but like the fight for America is because it's it's pretty yeah. heavily implied in the credits that basically America revolts, and Youngblood's yep. set in Paris, isn't it? So I assume I think America so, yeah. becomes free of the Nazis. I assume that Fra was the most powerful Nazi they had left there, really. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, like oh, so good. Yeah, and I. It, this is a weird thing as well. This is this is this is just coming down to like music sensibility. Wasn't crazy about the cover and the credits. Good song choice, but the cover was kind of like uh, okay, not, <laughs> I, not the sort of music I want. But <laughs> I did I did see a lot of people like fucking hating on that when I looked at it, when I was looking it up afterwards. I kind of liked it because <laughs> I like that kind like, of like fucking. I like the song, but. I was like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was getting into it. I and then I must admit, I went to Spotify to see if it was available on there, uh, and it wasn't at the time. So maybe it is now. I'll have to have a look again. But I liked it. It was, it's, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not good, but I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> There's something about like really bad, like metally cover covers of songs that I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm here for this. I'm, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit. Um, when it when it sort of breaks down and you can hear the echo, you can see sort of not the original song, but the the cover sort of goes back to more of that style of the original song. I'm like, yeah, we're not going to take it. And yep. then the other part came back and was like, okay, all right. Yeah, no, I know. I, 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 there were a uh, lot of people. There were a lot of forums that I was looking through trying to find that song, and people were just like, it's fucking shit. Why the fuck would they do that? It's so awful. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I really liked it. But anyway, that's <laughs> well, fine. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. It's just, yeah, I'm not. I'm not super into that sort of like I listen, I I like a couple of bands that are similar to that, but I don't know for some reason that's not the song or the style of song I was wanting after what I'd done. But yeah, the yeah. song choice, like the the song choice lyrically, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and like seeing like in the credits all the stuff that's happening as well, like all the news articles I'm thinking is is in and what's going on around the world essentially, and it's almost like. You could take that and sort of look at it and go, "All right, where are we going to end up next?" Um, well, obviously Paris, but you know, um, yeah. Well, I mean, personally, well, that's where Youngblood is. We don't know where Wolfenstein Three is going to be. I personally, I sort of hope that Wolfenstein Three starts. I really, because I kind of wanted to to storm the streets of America and take it back. I was like, no, oh, don't put it as the credits. Oh, that would be good. That would be cool if it was like that was the intro to. The next one, and then something yeah, happens, like and you've got to get it. You get out of there, yeah. Well, what we know from Young Blood is that BJ is missing in Paris, so there's there's room to play there. Yep, and also also his his kids are grown up, obviously. <laughs> yeah, his twi- his twin daughters. Yeah, well, I mean yep. that's a thing because Wolfenstein Three will presumably be after that. Yeah, so we'll probably. I wonder if there'll still be a co op element to the next Wolfenstein game, which would be cool. It'd be cool, like it'd be cool if Young Blood's uh, Young Blood was like a um, almost like a Ground Zeroes esque prequel to the third one, and like at the end of the, I mean, if, at the end of that you get like a they're like oh by the way we're working on it we got you and there's like a teaser for it. I'm pretty sure like you know they're doing it like yeah. I, I I treat this game as sort of like a Wolfenstein 2.5. So I remember that Pete Hines was like, yeah, look, if New Colossus does good numbers, it'll definitely get a sequel. And when I saw the Youngblood announcement at E3, I was like, I guess it got good numbers if we're getting yeah. a, like an in-between game. <laughs> well, it was, it reviewed really well. Like I, I, critically, it did really well. And I think a lot of people either 
went back and played the first one or jumped in on this one and sort of was like, okay, cool. You know, Bethesda just have this magic of taking like old franchises and just breathing new life into them. Bethesda yeah. is on fire recently. Uh, yeah. Not, not without faults, but mostly they're just no. kicking goals and it's really good to see. Yeah, like it's it's really awesome. Like I mean, their last their last E three showcase was really like I quite liked it. I think it was a good step in the right direction. Again, they sort of scaled it back in a way. Um, it was all over the place for me. It, it like it was, but it was better than just the the video, I guess. And having cut to Pete Hines, every oh now yeah, and then. definitely. Um, I think it was better than last year's. But like, I will always grade him against that Fallout Four one. Oh the, and, yeah, I mean they. They had Fallout 76 coming this year, so they probably could have afforded some more time on it. There's still some things in that game where I'm like, I don't know how this works. Yeah, I'm not I'm convinced the same. on this game yet. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same. I'm just going to wait for a couple of reviews to come out, and then I'll decide whether or not I... And now, it might be and now it's dropping in a really busy week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it I think it's in the same is. week as, like, Battlefield Five and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and... Yep. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Any other final words on a on a new Colossus? Just, I don't, I don't know how Machine Head Games did it, but they crafted a really good story in a game which is like in a shooter that doesn't happen yep. very often. In a shooter that's based on a like one of, like one of the original first person a DOS shooters. game, <laughs> yeah, that was like. Yeah, he's like you gotta go through his castle and kill Mecha Hitler at the end. You're like, all right, cool. But but I but I remember playing as shareware. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Which you can play in Wolfenstein: The New Colossus. You sure can. Which is and it, awesome. It feels way better than like because there was a throwback one in Wolfenstein: New Order, but I didn't like that the pickups and all that were the actual fully 3D rendered versions. Like in this yeah. one having it all be the classic stuff, but obviously rebranded to be, to make Blaskowitz the bad guy, because of course, yep. was yep. very clever, and I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's cool, you can play through that whole game, and I, I was like, yeah, oh yeah, it's really cool, I really like this idea, but yeah, yeah, good times, good times. But... So like I, I, I do think across those two Wolfenstein games, like there's a really good shooter between the two of them, um, I mean, no, and again, no game's perfect, and shooters aren't exactly my favorite genre, so I did finish them both, and I don't regret playing them. And the story is really good, and the music's see, really good. See, shooters not my 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 go to genre either, but like single player, story driven shooters are like I I like I don't like it's not that I don't like them because I play a lot of I play Overwatch, but like before Overwatch, I never played online shooters because I was like, nah, not for me. I'm good, but um. But like single, ba- like single player based, campaign driven shooters. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for that shit. And so I, I fucking adored Wolfenstein one and two, and yeah, really good shit. Yeah, but look, I'm, honestly, I'm glad that you su- finished them. If supporting them and and playing them means we get more of those sort of games, then hell yeah, like yep. I'll absolutely stand by them for that. Reason. Absolutely, they're they're definitely worth playing, and I'm um, I'm glad you are uh, you took the time to go back through. Just can't go over the emotional investment in those stories. Right. And then, yep. in, like, you go back to the gameplay, you're like, cool, shoot some Nazis. Oh, wait, meaningful cutscene. Yep. Shh, everyone, I need to listen. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, especially in that, so that, that farmhouse one is like, oh, boy. Farmhouse it's, is intense. It's, that sequence yeah. is intense. Oh, yeah, the flashback, and then, oh, man, it's full on. And, um, and, and, and yeah, like, that entire last mission, like, 
stalking around the uh the studio to make your way to get the kill on Freya. The whole time she's just bragging about everything she's done, how yep. she killed Terra Billy, blah blah blah. And just at that that moment as you're coming down as they all see this, it's like, yeah, this is this was all worth it. This was yep. all worth it. She <laughs> I'm literally kill you now. She literally sees a ghost and yeah. uh, like fucking just shits herself immediately. You're like, yep. yep, this is it. This is how it ends for you. I love. Uh, did, did, you hand lo- off, did you love the bit the with? Face. Oh man, fuck! Did you love that? Uh, the the part with um Sigrund and uh, I can't remember her name, but um the Grace. yeah yeah when she finally with, stands with, up with to the, it with the smackdown. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. I was like, fuck yeah, that's so good. And the fact that Grace turns around, and she's like, yeah, you're all right. You're yeah, all you're right. Cool you're cool. You, I get you. You've proven yourself to me, and it's like there was this great like when, moment when of respect. Pop- yeah, when she stops being a punching bag. Yeah, very cool. Because yeah. she also steps up, she speaks up to that other guy that she was uh, banging in that cutscene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who was just like trying yeah, to ignore Let it go, Sigrun. Yeah. I was like, let fuck it. it. Sigrun was one of my favorite side characters. I love Grace and... Um, Grace is cool. The other, her her partner who, yeah. Oh, that, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. That, that whole sequence again, like you said, was pretty full on, but it's so good. Again, the game does a really good job because I, I had a... I had a fair amount of hatred for Frau and Girl carried over from the first game. Mm-hmm. You know, she did some bad stuff, but oh man, in this one, like, She's it was unhinged, there. Yeah, yeah, but between um, between that moment with with Grace's uh, significant other mm-hmm. and the part at the start with Carolyn, which yep. is like, all right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you, and it's gonna be fun. I just want you and to know if- that. <laughs> And the fact that the way she treats Sigrid as well is like you're a fucking oh, yeah, asshole. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, and like the... <sighs> at the at the end on that talk show, she's talking about she brings up Sigrid, oh, and you're yeah. just like, none of this is true. Oh, it's it's so rare. I feel it's so rare for a video game to actually make an antagonist that you really, really, yep. really hate. Like some of them have redeeming qualities others you're like oh i can sort of see your perspective but this one i was like no i i hate you yeah you are it's a strong e- word and i and i hate you <laughs> you are evil personified like it's it, and it's i yeah, mean like it, it sort of has a head start by being you know based and uh, like the, the the antagonist is obviously uh, like a leader yeah, of nazis a Nazi. so Yes. stepping onto the right foot i guess in terms of making a good antagonist but yeah you're right making her just pure evil uh and someone that you uh feel driven to want to stop and then when you finally get to yeah. it's just so satisfying because i mean she does have the nazi thing and, and like that's an automatic you're like well you're a nazi so <laughs> yeah, sorry yeah. this isn't going to go well for you but There's the no way they make qualities. it a bit personal for blaskowitz is yeah very it just mm-hmm. it works and it works as a really good if nothing else that was a driving force in the game I was like no, i'm gonna get to the end of the game and i'm gonna kill her and it's gonna be all good that's gonna be a thing that's gonna happen yeah so i will finish this game to kill her it's what it, it's what drives you and it's great because that's what's driving blaskowitz he's like well yes for, for the most part anyway like in his own personal story he obviously wants everything else to stop but like you know his own personal mission is like fuck you fuck everyone that you because of- that you know and fuck everyone that works for you like I said, the first half of the game is surprisingly bleak. Like, Blaskowitz is like, yeah, look, I, I probably don't have much time left. Because, again, as I said, the, the, it is a, as much as I don't like it, it is a clever way to sort of loop that 
limited health into the story. Like Bicycle Wizards is always like, man, I don't know how long I got. And I'm like, yeah, man, I feel it. And like I don't talking know how to Carol, dude. <laughs> every time he's like talking to Caroline, like, yeah, yeah. So like in in a way, like I do respect it. It didn't work out gameplay wise, but I can see what they were going for. Yep. Because I genuinely felt in every mission, I'm like, Blaskowitz, you could kick the bucket any second now. Oh, wait, yep. you just did because I got shot. Well, they come <laughs> back. But you could actually kick the bucket now. But for um, reals this time. Yeah, yeah, for reals. Not like just because I'm bad at shooters. <laughs> but yeah, no, just as I still. For, and like when I finish a third one, I'll probably be saying the same stuff. I'll, I'll just be, will be surprised that Machine Head Games have just done it. Like they've just nailed it. Yeah. Even if I'm not great at the shooting. If nothing else, I can absolutely appreciate the story and the characters, and whew, I'm in. And it, it makes it worth it in the end. Like they are, they are. Oh yeah, some of, yeah. It's it, a couple of the like those games have some of the like, like some of my favorite stories from video games over the last few years. Really, it's up there because, like you said, I cared about all those characters. The, the end goal was clear, and I was driven to achieve said end goal. Um, but Where yeah. do you think we're fighting Mecha Hitler in three? Do you think it's on Earth or do you think it's on another planet? <laughs> oh, because well, so so far we've been to we've Mars, been to the Moon, and Venus. And, oh, was Venus. It, sorry, was it? Yeah, it, it was Venus, Venus and the Moon. We've been to. Yeah. maybe Mars. Maybe Mars. Doom crossover. Oh. Like it's <laughs> like it's set Imagine. in the same universe. Set in the same universe. It's like the start. Like the beginnings of like where Doom takes off. Oh, like how there's a Fallout, Elder Scrolls. At- at all the yeah. universe like except that. <laughs> except this one actually is real like yeah yeah because yeah, um, anyway. i mean maybe mars sort of makes sense as a as a destination to sort of yeah i, I just when, when we're standing over the the wreckage and the ruin and the corpse of mecha hitler and we look back yep. i think it's going to be worth it for this three game journey yep i don't know much about, not so much about the spin-offs like old blood and young blood i reckon i have faith that young blood will be fun but co-op might help but these three core games, I'm confident we'll get to the end and be like, no, that was that was a good time. It was good. I, I only just realized that it, like Old Blood, they were called Old Blood and the Old Blood oh, and really? Young Blood. I only just oh. realized that then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. Good times. <laughs> when, they, when they announced Young Blood, I was like, oh yeah, like, like Old Blood. I get it. Nah, it took me until about two minutes ago and I realized Excellent. that. Yep. Well, look, Joel, you got there. You got there. I did. Yeah, I got there in the end. Oh, I haven't played the old blood. I should actually. It's always really cheap. I should pick it up one day and just barrel through it's it. It's always ridiculously cheap. But uh, yeah. that's it. That's my time with Wolfenstein. For cool. now, my my exploits with killing Nazis is over until Young Blood comes out next year. Yeah, I I, I reckon we'll get a we we might get a tease for it at, at to E three next year for for whatever that is being cooked up in the future. It'll be about the new. I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe Game Bethesda's... Awards. Next year's Game Awards, maybe. Yeah, next. That's what I mean. Next year's Game Awards. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. I think you might be on the money there. Mm, I think uh, that'd be a good time. Just be like, hey, we're back, baby, and like riding off the coattails of hopefully Doom Eternal being really good as well. Um, yeah. The, the Bethesda shooter division will probably have to ramp up into something else. So, but Kyron. Karen, can we can we talk about a game that we've both played this week, and pretty much the only game that I have played this week because it's so fucking good. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, but also spoiler alert. Don't worry, we're not talking story stuff. No, we're not going to talk story stuff this week. Um, 
We are, of course, talking like... about. We are, of course, talking about Marvel's Spider Man from Insomniac Games. Insomniac Games. Oh boy! Side Clay. note: I love, I love it when you're playing it. It's, it's called Marvel's Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a good old if Marvel's you, you, Spider Man. You probably couldn't get a bigger stamp of approval, really. Yep, absolutely. And having like the Marvel like logo at the start yep. too, and like seeing that in a video game, I was, for some reason I was just like yeah this feels good i'm in already like i haven't even seen like the title screen but i'm in yeah sign um, me up let's go let's go swing around new york city oh man well should we start with that the fact that the the, the one thing you need to get right if you're making a spider-man game the one thing everything else could suck but as long as you get this right it'll still be a decent game and that's like the web singing a slinging blech. the web slinging Oh, I'm getting wrapped up in my own words. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, swinging around New York City. And holy shit, they have fucking nailed it. I just, I love it. I, I, the game has like fast travel points. It's a, a, and I've used them maybe three times. It was like two times yeah. for narrative Full choice. Like disclosure, mm-hmm. the fast travels are pretty funny. And that's the only that when I'd used one, I was like, okay, actually, I kind of like that. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's uh, some really great yeah. ones. So yeah, mm-hmm. like when this game was announced, and they were like, yeah, Insomniac's making it. I honestly didn't, I didn't have many doubts about the traversal because I know they made um, Sunset Overdrive. What was that ill-fated? Yeah, the ill-fated Xbox exclusive Sunset Overdrive. Do you mean and you mean the I fucking knew- excellent Xbox One title Sunset Overdrive? Yes. I meant the ill-fated one because it went there to die, unfortunately. It's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. Such a good game. Uh, the fate of an Xbox exclusive, unfortunately, at this point. Um, but even after watching that and seeing people play it and watching trailers, and then they were like, yeah, we're doing a Spider-Man game. I was like, well, it's in good hands. These are the guys who do it. But even having said that, when you start, like swinging around the city is good there's a nice rhythm to it you can get into and you're like yep. yeah this is this is nice i can dig this r2 jump r2 jump yeah. but then you start really getting into the nitty-gritty of what you can do with your traversal and holy yep. shit this game is like the movement in this game i i i there's been times i like last night my housemate was playing it i'm a bit further forward i don't want to give spoilers so I was just swinging around the city for like a good half an hour. I didn't care. I, I didn't really achieve anything, but it was okay. just fun. It yep. was good to just... The swinging feels that good, where I didn't even care that I wasn't technically achieving anything. I just... I wanted to swing around the city. Because yeah. it's, it's exactly what I wanted. It, and that's it. It's 100% perfect. Like, I think once you get into that like that rhythm of like, like all right, cool, I'm going to swing from here to here, and then I'm going to... Uh, even like... Nothing seems to really stop you. You have to work really hard for, to like for your oh, momentum yeah. to stop, which is yeah. It sounds like it's a bad thing, like in terms of it makes it a little bit too easy, but it doesn't. It's it's not. It just makes it means that you're always moving, and it feels so good. Like you swing along, you come to a building, and if you hit it, you know you're not going to smack into the side of it, and then like have to start again. You just fucking run up the side of it and then launch off the top of yeah. it. You're like, oh my god, yeah. this feels so much fun. And like the sense of speed I, you get, and then like diving straight down towards the earth, and then like quickly swinging up, and then swinging through the traffic. It's like it's exactly like that. 
I know I know those movies don't really hold up, but like when you first saw Spider Man swinging through the city, uh, like at the end of Spider Man One, like that that final sequence in Spider Man One, the movie, um, yeah. it yeah. feels like that. Even the camera angle like tilts to like tilts slightly and does that kind of like tilted shot, and I'm like, I love it. It's so good. Uh, yeah, like you said, it, it it's hard to to stop your momentum and. That's fine. Like, yep. the the parts where I feel the worst in Spider-Man is when I touch the ground and I, I just sort of stop standing. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry, he, Peter. And then if you, if you walk, it. if you move when you're not like running and he does that creepy like walk, and he's like, hey, and it gets you. I'm like, oh, why, why, what, what was the reason behind that choice for the way that he's normal walk cycle? I don't know why. But I, I love his casual jog as well. On yeah, the his little casual jog. And like... And, when you're near people and holding square, do you like finger guns and hellos and all that I sort of stuff? Brilliant. And the people come over and take selfies with you, and it's just, it's such yeah. a cool. Um, well, they do and- the um, the awkward uh, handshake to a hug that doesn't become a hug, and they're like, "Whoa, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's so good." It's there's it's so just- much in this game that is just so much. It's got genuine laughs out of me, and like just good vibes, yeah. and it's such a fun like you- game. You mentioned how, like, swinging into a wall, like, you're like, oh, I might stop. No, it just goes into a wall, wall run. Yep. I, for that same reason, like, I, Joel, I'm in love with the web zips, which is with oh. the L2 and R2. Yep. Yep. Oh. And even, like, when I you're, you're swinging, up- you hit that using, um, is it X, I think, to, like, propel yourself forward as well. Yep. You can yep. do one of those before you start descending. Yep. Mm. Uh the webs and like you've got when you're running up a building, if you get towards the tip of the building and you see the little X prompt pop up, you can do like the trebuchet where you launch yourself up and forward. Mm-hmm. And it's just everything. I just talking about this game, I want to go and just run around New York City Absolutely. and swing on my web and just not do anything, yep. just swing around that city because yep. the movement is exactly what I wanted out of this game. Like it's, it's so, it's perfect. Oh, it's just, it's so fucking good. Uh, and I mean, uh, this isn't really like super spoiler. This isn't. Well, it's not even spoiler territory because it's like obviously very set up very clearly at the start of the game and even in the trailers that the choice to to set this game in a world where everything already exists and you just jump in and you're Spider Man and that's it. There's no yeah, origin I, story. There's no nothing. It's like it's been eight years. It's he's been Spider Man for eight years now. He's like late twenties, mid twenties, and he's just you're in. And it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, great. I know who Spider-Man is. I know. And like the fact yep. that he mentions about stuff and you're like, all right, cool. That's fine. Like, I love that. I think it's yeah, so Yeah, like when you're, lo- when you're looking at the various collectibles, he'll mention fights he's had, like yeah, f- taking down Rhino or there's like one with the, with the lizard's blood in a vial and he talks mm-hmm. about that. It's like, there's lots of little stuff there to talk about the stuff he's done, which I like. And the choice to make him an experienced Spider-Man, again, as it just helps that movement feel more natural. It ex- yep. Of course he's good at it. Of course he's good at all this stuff because he's been Spider-Man for eight bloody years. He's got yeah. this. And he's not like he and he's okay with like just swinging through the streets willy-nilly because everyone knows that Spider-Man exists. Everyone knows they they have they have differing opinions about Spider-Man. Some people do, but like yeah. it's um uh, yeah, like people know Spider Man. You're like walking down the street, like, oh my god, Spider Man! Hey, how you doing? You're like, yeah, this is great. Like, it, it, and, it, it's, and it's, it feels like an established world. Like, it's really good. It's a small thing, but as much as I love all the the, the the fluid motion of all these like 
web slinging and zipping and trebucheting and all that, I do love that they also took the time and the care to put some of the more, the slower, casual Spider-Man stuff, like his classic web crawl. I love yes. just like, just dig, 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 like all, on all fours across the buildings and the walls and stuff. And if you're on a rooftop, yep. like holding L2, he can like dangle down on a string of web. Yep. Like, or, or like perching, it's just, it's like doing here. the perch. Yeah, yeah perching. And it, and I like that they make it really easy. Like near a point, just t- tap L3. Yep. And you'll just sort of auto perch there. Like it's good. The movement it's... in this game is really good. Well, I, I guess that bleeds over into, I guess, like in, into, into combat as well. Like, cause it sure does. <laughs> oh boy, man. Like obviously the comparison to here, that this is an, like a third person action adventure superhero game. So the comparisons between this and Batman are obviously going to be apparent. Uh, and they're quite justified. hundred percent. Um, yeah, now but here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's go. true. Yep. But how how could you not like? So you're stealthing into an an, an area full of enemies of Spider Man. You're like up on on like a a, wall, a a rooftop or something, or like a, a light pole. Yep. Sure, Batman does have his like takedowns of his grappling hook where he pulls them up and sort of knocks them out. But how could you not have Spider Man do the same thing? He's just yep. built for that with his web. Like it's yep. just like yeah, the comparisons are there, but also it just makes sense yeah and and that that carries over too to another thing that i think that just makes more sense in in this game like the the basic like melee brawling combat um in the batman series like obviously if you're switching between enemies he does that like weird teleport almost across the stage sometimes yeah and it's like it just doesn't feel it feels it's like whoa okay i've I've, you've you've traveled like eight meters across the the thing in one jump yeah, that's, this, that's the thing I was going to say. Yeah. Um, I don't buy Batman's agility in those Arkham games. No, absolutely not. Yeah. He's not He's not an agile character. He's a fucking heavy dude brawler guy. In um, this heavy armor. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the fact that in this, in, in Spider-Man, that, that same move essentially is there, but it's, you press triangle and he web zips to an enemy. And you're like, that... That is yeah. contextually makes sense, and it's so good. And I, I do. I just also love, just depending on how on how much how long you hold a button for, or how many yes. times you press it. Like just so, like tapping triangle will web you across there. Holding triangle will sort of whip the enemy towards you. If they're ripped their... up with your R one web shooters, you can sort of hold triangle to like lasso them around and slam them into the ground. Yeah, like, or you can like rip if if it, an enemy oh. with a shield or a weapon, you can hold triangle and rip the weapon out of their hands to, as well. Yep, and if, to if you've got the appropriate upgrade, you can web them up so they've got to sort of mess around when they get it back in their hands. Like, yep, it all just it just it all, everything about this game just makes sense. It gives it you makes so sense many. And yeah, it's it does, good. and it gives you so many options as well. I feel like. In the Batman games, it was always I was always just like, it, it felt like there was like four combos in this in in, in Batman. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like this feels like I'm shitting on Batman, but like if, everyone's comparing the two because obviously the, the comparison is there. But this is my my personal opinion on it that that I feel like in this there's so much more variation and it, there was more the moves that I was unlocking and different things that I could do were so cool that made that they made me want to try them out. They weren't just like, oh, cool, uh, back to button mashing. Like, you know, okay. it's just there's so much variation in in the way that you can approach there's combat, so and it's really so, cool. Obviously, he's got he's got his web shooter, which is mm-hmm. useful to like like lock out enemies. You can use them as weapons. 
He's got his square punch combo. Mm-hmm. A, like tapping circle is just, it just feels so natural as the dodge to sort of slip under their legs or yep. flip away. And then like tapping X after that for the long jump to get away from grenades and all that. Yep. He's got, if, if you like dodge onto a wall he and you press square, he'll like launch punch off of it. That's so like, satisfying. And it, it's it's satisfying just, all the all the, the combination of like the sound and the the movement and even like the vibration in the controller, which is nothing revolutionary, but like that all working together, just you feel every hit and it feels good. Yeah, every time and you do it. It's this this might be a, a slightly smaller thing, but in so in the Batman games, if you ever found yourself in a room full of enemies and you were kind of getting overwhelmed. Getting away was sort of a chore, but as Spider Man, if you if you just if you just want to get away, like you won't auto get your health back unless you've got like the focus bar to heal mm-hmm. yourself. But if you just want a breather, you can just web out of there because it's Spider Man and it's really easy to do. Like you can find a high point, web zip up there, maybe yep. look back down and go, okay, there's still like eight guys left. Like I feel like you've got so many more options to but like both deal with the enemies and if you need a breather, like yep. getting some distance. Yeah, like, and it's just, I've often found myself after fights in, like, some of the construction yards and things like that, where there are even more tools at your disposal for you to play with. Yes. (laughs) Um, I've found myself finishing a fight in there and going, I could have used that. Oh, damn it. Like, I'm almost, there's been a couple of points where I'm like, could just reload the save and just just give well, it a go. The, the, base, the bases are like replayable, so you can yeah. redo them any time. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Because there's a couple that I didn't get all the bonus objectives in. I'm like, I'm going back for you. Um, I had one where I had to do a 35-hit combo last night, and I was I was struggling. Didn't get it, and I was like, what's your hi- fuck. What's your highest combo, Joel? I think what, I got to like... To? I think I got in that, that specific um, uh, like camp. I think I got to 32, and some motherfucker shot me. And I was like, oh, you fuck. I didn't see the the trail because it was like down the bottom of the screen. Oh, I, it yeah. was just out of my field yep. of view. And he got me. And I was like, I was about to get the 35 hit combo. And I was like, you fucking piece of shit. So I think it was like 31 or 32 hits. That's my biggest combo so far. I think that I can remember. Uh, last night, Joel, I managed to get to a 94 hit combo oh, and it felt real good. Jesus. Where were you? It was... It was on one of the um, the base fights. Oh, okay. You just didn't get hit. Oh, man. It was a lot of, like, just... You spend a... Let's be real here. Sometimes you'll spend a lot of time just pressing the dodge button in Spider-Man. Oh, it's yeah. it's just the safest maneuverability option. And, yeah, and also, like you said, <laughs> it looks good as well. Like, it's it's, it's a good combination yeah, of things. And um, there's a way that can, it can vary. Like I said, dodging under walls and then bouncing off them to attack or dodging under legs or just, like, the, the typical dodge, like... Yeah, there's enough variety. Like, it's just... The animations I... on Spider-Man are just so yes. perfect and glorious to watch. Like, it's just... It's so... It makes me giddy every time I see him, like, just flinging himself and he's, like, spinning around. It's, like, all, like, fluid and floppy and then, like, goes completely rigid while he's, like, holding onto something and then swings again and he's, like, flopping around. Yeah. And have you unlocked the ability to do tricks? Absolutely, Joel. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't see it. I didn't see it initially because I was focusing on the other two skill trees. Right. I was like, "What's in the third one? What's in the third one? I'll check." I and I, I saw. I got tricks. I got the um the double uh web zip where you can do yep. the X web zip twice before you fall. Yep. I got the better web where the the point launch because I point launch every fucking second of my life in that game. Yep. 
which gives me which like gives you a huge boost of speed if you press X on contact with the tip that you're launching off of. And yep. it's just beautiful. But yes, I got tricks. Oh, the tricks are so much fun. Just like flying through there. Like I remember climbing to the top of like the Avengers Tower and then just flying off and just backflipping all the way down <laughs> for like a good yeah. three seconds. And I'm like, yeah. I think that's where I got the, and, and- the I got the trophy for doing like linking four different tricks in the one it, like in one combo oh, basically okay. yeah uh, i didn't realize it was a trophy it's a, it's i'm like a, mm, cool. it's a little thing like how like just pressing the like the high fives and photos with like um civilians yep will get you five xp like the tricks also get you like a very small amount of xp but yeah i mean I, I don't need an xp reward to do them but it just helps it makes it's it nice more, like cool I'm, I'm, sw- I'm just swinging over here i'm gonna do some flips and stuff why not yeah and it's nice that they did that it's just like you don't get much, but you get a little bit, and it all adds up. It all ca- it all counts, like you know. But um, you're not yeah, going to be leveling up. You're not going to be grinding tricks to fucking try and no way to try and level no up. Way. But uh, yeah, there are there are there are better ways to level up. I promise you. There's just uh, I, I guess uh, uh, well I guess that's a good good segue. Man, we're on fire with the segues for this Spider Man segment, dude. Um, and <laughs> the, well, I wanted to put it uh, about the um. Just the open world of it, because it is an open world game. Um, it is, which you know, for better or worse, in this day and age, they, some people can get it really, really right, and some people can get it very, very wrong, and some people can sort of sit very much in the middle. Um, I feel like this. I'm looking at you, Zelda. They're getting it right. You yeah. got it right. Shout I've, out to you. I feel like this falls into like the getting it right category. Just in terms of an action, like like a superhero action based game, I think the way that it deals with. And I could be wrong, Batman could do this as well, but I'm not sure, I couldn't remember. But the fact that you can unlock the map from the start, that's all really cool. And you can have every, you've got the whole map. For starters, the map's not overly big, which I think in this day and age is like a breath of fresh air because I think everyone... It's a, go- it's a godsend. Yeah, I think everyone who makes an open world game now wants to be the next Skyrim or the next GTA San Andreas or the GTA Five or... You know, they want to have that that notoriety of being like, our game world is so big. And sometimes I look at that and I'm like, I don't care. Because if you're just going to make the biggest world and it's going to be empty and nothing to do in it, then what's the point? Whereas, And like, the exemption to that rule is Rockstar. Rockstar make ridiculously big worlds. Of course. Yeah. And somehow those huge worlds are incredibly engaging. I still don't know how they do it. And they make it fun to traverse as well. Like, it's that's, that's the key as well. If you're going to make a big world, you need to have good traversal op- traversal options um and i think they do that really well but um yeah no like there's something about there's just something about the way that this world is laid out i think the fact that it is just like it is just like the manhattan island which is makes sense co- like contextually for spider-man because that's where he lives that's where he does his work. That's he his your, home he, ground. He is your friendly neighborhood spider-man exactly so it, it, that makes a lot of sense having that that constriction um but also the fact that because it's not an overly big map i feel, i want to swing everywhere i want to go everywhere so oh, yeah. combined with the fact that swinging around is fine like and it is really fun to do the fact that the world's not like oh i've got to get from one side of the map to the other oh it's going to take me like like six in like real world minutes to get there i know it's going to take me like yeah. three minutes but i'm going to have a fucking ball getting there and on the way i might pick up and... some things on the way that's the thing, and that's the other part I want to mention. Like, it sort of it gets another crucial part of Spider-Man down, 
Like, you'll be swinging off to a destination. You're like, cool, I'm heading over here to do a mission. And then, like, your crime thing will fire up. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's a crime going over there. It's like, well, fuck, I'm Spider-Man. I've got to go stop that. Yep, exactly. <laughs> go do yeah. that. Exactly. And, I, I, oh, man, I love the fact that it doesn't over overburden you with all the collectibles in the game from the get-go. It's like it introduces them slowly. And they're, like, yeah, narratively I, as I well. I do wish they they weren't listed on the list because on the map there's Mm -hmm. like a list of like the collectibles you can see and basically all it is at the start of a game is like question mark question mark question mark zero out of two i'm like can you just not have that there at least until i encounter it for the first time that's all i ask i think that's a that that, that's a fairly good um fairly good i guess criticism if we're gonna you know if we're gonna have any criticisms around this game like if we're we're really nitpicking here yeah like i think that's a fair that's a fair um fair thing to say um but I like, do like the I've fact it that it is just like times. You... Oh yeah, sorry. I've said, I've said it countless times that I just I the, re- the main reason I love Breath of the Wild's open world and its map is the way that it becomes a this is what you've done, not a this is what you've got to do. And it's just, yeah. it's a little small thing that I think open world games some of them are getting better at. Yeah, some of them are getting worse at it. I'm looking at you, Ubisoft. But mm. it's and like this this like it doesn't fill your map up with things to do until you start unlocking them and then you're like i mean okay i guess i know i need to know what's there but i don't want i don't really want it to be the default map view because my map is becoming a mess but again it's 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 a pretty minor thing when i love just swinging around the city so i don't i don't super mind being aware where things are but the map just it can get a bit much sometimes but minor like really small nitpick there yeah i agree like it's uh but I do, uh, on the flip side, I do, I love the fact that it is, you get introduced to it one by one. So, like, if you want to go around and collect all those those backpacks from the get-go, you can, which uh, apparently you which did. Which I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did I, it immediately. I only just finished mine last night because I, I didn't trig. I didn't click that, like, I was like, oh, man, is that all the collectibles? And then as I started out playing more of the story, I was like, because I was, like, pacing myself with the backpacks. And then as I started unlocking more of the story, I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 I'm good. And I started going around and getting more of them. But it was cool, like, like opening up the map and plotting my route. It's like, all right, cool. I've got to get to this point for a story quest. All right. On the way there, I can do this research station. I can collect this thing here. I can collect that there. And then eventually I'll get to that. And on the way, I'll probably do a couple of crimes as well. So there's like a good half an hour of me getting from point A to point B and doing a whole bunch of stuff on the way and then getting, I guess, rewarded with a story mission at the end of it. Um, it's, I don't know, there's something about it where I just, I set myself little tasks and goals and Karen, I just fucking love this game so much. It's, it's, it's the best, it's the best superhero game out there. Like, it helps that... I, I think I, it is, yeah. I was, I was trying to think of like a competitor, but I don't yeah. think anything comes close in my mind. I say that as someone who didn't honestly give a shit about any of the Bat- any of the Batman games. I just didn't care. I liked <laughs> Arkham Knight. I'm um, Arkham Asylum, and then I played most of City, and I liked it, but I never finished it. And then I tried playing Arkham Knight. I could not get into it. It was just I just I know a lot of people really liked it, and apparently the story is really good, but it's just so fucking dark and heavy and. This, this isn't it's so bright and colorful and spider-man is like quipping all over the place and there's still heart and char- yeah there's still heart and character and 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 like emotional stuff in there but it's just like when you first like start the game and the city it's like midday 
in New York City and everything is bright and colorful and you've got like Spidey in your suit and it's just, it it feels so much fun. I just had this fucking dopey grin on my face from the get-go and I just yeah. absolutely adore it. Um, yeah. This is a special, uh, special game. And, and we said no story spoilers, but so I won't spoil the story, but I do want to, I love how this game starts. Just a really, a quick brief intro mm-hmm. doesn't bog you down too much of some yep. big like cutscene full of unnecessary exposition yep. it's like hey here's this nice panning shot and you sort of the whole time i was just grinning like going over all of the spot like spider-man stuff and he's like his notebook full of like sketches and like yep. his computer of like updating his spidey mask it's like i do want to point out i love that this game lets peter parker do the science stuff as well as well yes. as the spider-man doing the spider-man stuff he's got like little little science things he can do which is very cool and, it, and it's i like nice to go into that side of peter a bit more i like the little mini games you can play in like uh yes. in, in the lab like in and i mean it is it's just pipe dreams i get it and it's been done to death yeah, i but i played i played i've played enough bioshock to know you start at the end and work backwards and it's it, no problem at all it's fine yeah like you know i but i don't i, I kind of like those puzzles but even the other ones as well like the the samples that you have the to ma- try and the, the matching ones yeah like yeah, uh, they're fun as well they're, they're a nice little distraction um hmm. and I, again no story spoilers but uh they have a point that I haven't reached yet, we'll but get, like it's we'll yeah. Touch on that next week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will, because I I just I love I love that. That's all I'll say. But um, so a couple a couple of actually little shout outs to this game. But mm-hmm. I want to I just want to give them like a little a little silent round of applause for getting for 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 taking the time to implement it. I adore the game is mostly silent. Yep. Until you jump up into the air. And you sling out your first web, and as you pick up momentum, the music really starts kicking in. Yep, that is genius. Yes. Uh, the the other one. This is something I didn't notice really until I saw some tweets last night on um, Twitter. Was that basically every piece of dialogue for Spider Man has two recordings? Oh. So, almost any line, depending on what you're doing, that he says has like a casual state. Or a state of ex- like where he's exhausting himself, like swinging around the city, right? And it's such a small thing, but yeah, I was. What was the tweet? I've got it retweeted on my account. They took like someone was like, "Hey, did you guys do this?" And they're like, "Yeah, we re- all the dialogues like recorded twice." That's insane. Uh, programmers exposed a variable where they were basically allowed the game to switch between dialogue assets depending on the player state. That's cool. That's so fucking awesome. And that's, I guess, that's kind of probably one of the last things I want to say is like the the attention to detail in every element of this game. Like this this game rewards you whether you're a Spider Man fan or not. And if you are a Spider Man fan, it rewards you if you're a Spider Man fan only from the movies or from just the comics or from the animated television series and things like that. Any of those combinations, if you're a fan of Spider Man, there is something for you here that's a little bit extra, and it's so. So well done, and it's not like oh look at all these references. It's like like the backpacks, for instance. Each of those has like a little tiny bit of dialogue with a bit of story about what it is and what happened. And and yeah, I I do like the backpacks as a way to sort of to appease Spider Man fans from all walks of life. Yeah, because 
I mean, you cannot possibly cram every Spider-Man villain in this game. No. So it's it's nice to have nods to some of the ones who may not appear yep. in the backpacks. For example, I got a chunk of Mysterio's helmet, and I was like, "Ah, oh, Mysterio! Mm. What a what a fucking goofball!" I I um, I want him to be in a future one, though. I, I really know, do. I know. I really do too. Did you Maybe hear in the second did, one? Did you hear about like? So I was watching the Spider-Man in review. Um, on kind of funny, they're doing all the Spider-Man movies, which hearing them talk about it, I'm like, oh, maybe those movies do not hold up. I need to go back and watch them and just. I ref- I will stand by Spider-Man too. Uh, I see. After hearing them talk about it, I was like, I need to go back and watch it again because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad movie, but I don't know if it's as good as everyone puts up. Anyway, that's I mean, of- it's it's hard. Like Marvel is its own thing now. Yeah, like, exactly. I- I it's think it's important echelon. to take those before Marvel was like a behemoth of movies. Of course, yeah. yeah. And I think that they said that they said that a lot as well. But um, there was the whole thing of so you know Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead fame, and obviously the Spider Man, the original Spider Man yeah, movies yeah, were yeah. made by Sam Raimi, uh, who made Evil Dead. Um, he has a cameo in each three or all three of those movies, and apparently there was an interview with him where they said that if they got to do a fourth one, that was all going to culminate in the fact that Bruce Campbell was going to be Mysterio in the fourth movie. And I was like, man, that's a shame. Cause that would have been really cool. He would have been a great Mysterio. Let's get some Mysterio respect going. Let's get him in the games. Yeah. I think, and get, the DLC. can we get a DLC with Mysterio? I, look, it's not out of the, like, I mean the, the DLC that's coming first is going to be black cat related. So. Yep. Um, Mysterio, let's go, let's do it. I wouldn't be surprised. Someone get insomniac on the horn because that's the thing. Like the fact that you said that the, the, one of the backpacks is a thing of his helmet. That could be a flashback. Like, it could be like Spider Man remembering. Oh, that. how cool! You know what? I would actually yep. be okay with some DLC like that. Where yep. it's like I just oh. thought of that. Then I was like, oh my god! If they just do that, Maybe- it's like Spider Man reflecting on all his previous battles. Maybe it's like a it's like a bundle. Oh. And you get, and it's like three bosses, and you and you like you go back. Oh, that, that would be cool. Would be oh man, I'd pay for that. I would pay <laughs> for that too. I mean, I'm already paying for this. I'm going to pay for this DLC because I want more Spider Man. When I inevitably finish this game, and I'm like, oh, no more Spider Man. I need more Spider Man. You're, you're just like um, Jay Jonas. Yeah, yeah. Jay Jonas. You just want that Spider Man. You want exactly. of that Spider Man. You want that Spider Man. I love the fact that in this universe as well, this time period that. Um, Jameson's re- retired from the bugle and he runs a radio show now and he's like one of those fucking crazy radio show hosts in America. Yeah. And you're just like it, it makes oh. sense. That's where he would go after the after the Daily Bugle. Yeah, exactly. And it just I oh. I'm finding myself that I fucking hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> he's such a dick. I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you what, a, a tiny little thing I noticed mm. that was just like, oh man, imagine Spider-Man 2. Um, one in one of your backpacks is like the farewell card. Yes, have you got that one yet? Yes, I did, and yes, so, I did see what's written fa- on that. The farewell card. I was like, oh, hey there, signature from Eddie Brock. Yep, what I are did. You doing? As soon as I saw, it, I was like, motherfucking Eddie Brock there, and I love that's a perfect example of like, if you know, if you if you know Spider Man and, and and Venom, you're just like, I get it, and it's Eddie just Brock, enough. Venom, I get it. It's not like it's not insomniac going. Well, look at this. Look how cool we are for referencing this. They're just like it's there. It's in a collectible. It's not like Sony going. Well, look at this standalone Venom movie. <laughs> Yo, let's okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, no. This game is it. It's. I knew it was going to be good. Yeah, but I was. I was like, I finished God of War, 
and I was like, look, I know Spider-Man's coming, but I'm pretty confident that, that God of War can edge it out. Mm-hmm. Now I'm playing Spider-Man. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about, like, there's something about this game as, as well that is, it is special. There is, you can feel just... the attention to detail and the love and care that has been put yeah. into this game. And it's so, so lovely. And it's rekindled because I remember, like, back when those Spider-Man movies came out, I was, and Spider-Man was my jam. I fucking loved Spider-Man. I was all about him. He was like my favorite hero and stuff like that. And then Iron Man came along and, you know, the the, the Marvel movies <laughs> came out and then that sort of slowly slipped away a little bit. But I mean, with Tom Holland no, now, I I'm think, like, Spider-Man. I think I'm, Spider-Man's always been my favorite. I, but there's, because he's so, I don't know, there's something relatable about him, especially when you're younger as well, because he is a kid. Yeah. In most representations of it, he's a kid and he's awkward at and, high school and... Yeah. Let's be real here. He's probably got one of the best collection of, like, as far as rogues galleries go. Yeah. I, yeah, 100%. S- the Spider-Man baddies, like Scorpion, Vulture, you know, yep. Doc Ock, all those guys, Venom, Carnage, Mysterio. Green Goblin, like, yeah. Green Goblin, yeah. Kingpin. Kingpin, yeah. Like, it's it's really cool. Um, God, I could talk about this game forever. I, I just, I love it so much. <laughs> But I think we we'll should, do that next week. <laughs> we might table it until next week because I've got a feeling we'll both be pretty close, if not finished, with it next week. I would say. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Well, well, at least story recording, wise. I'm going. To, I'm going to burn some out. I'm not. I'm going to go to fucking managers meeting. But anyway, <laughs> it's okay. Maybe I'll catch up to you. It's fine. Yeah. True. Okay. I'm a little bit further ahead. You will definitely catch up to me because you're not super far behind me. Um, cool. But uh, Spider Man, it's definitely worth your time if you're. If you're interested in superheroes or, or anything like that, it just, this has rekindled my love even more so after watching Home. I watch I rewatched Homecoming last week to get prepared. And also, that, fuck, that movie is so good. Like, I forgot how funny I that just, movie is. And, yeah. So I really good. liked that Big W was selling it in a bundle. Like, you could buy Spider-Man for PS4 and get, like, Homecoming for, like, 10 bucks on Blu-ray. Oh, man, that's such a good combo. That's a oh, I hired it off YouTube. Play Spider Man, and then when you when you like stop playing Spider Man for the day, just watch Spider Man. Then go back to playing Spider Man. Because oh, Homecoming is a fucking awesome movie, and I'm so excited for Far and From next Home. Next year, yeah, Far From Home is next year. Oh, and I'm boy. Not ready for it, but let's let's go. I guess let's go. Let's fucking go. But um, in the meantime, Spider Man worth your time. Yes, thumbs up. Okay, now we've got our initial Spider Man thoughts. Uh, wrapped up in a nice little web bundle. I think it's time we be even greater and check in with everyone's favourite podcast game, Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope is, of course, our uh, news topics uh, segment of the show. Uh, well, we mix things up a little bit. We br- we each bring a few news stories to the table. Uh, we don't know what, what each of us have brought. Uh, and then we list them off one by one, and we decide whether they're dope. If we both dope them, we uh, decide to talk about them in that, that story in depth. Or nope, where we if we both nope, we move on and forget all about that story that it, uh, that it ever existed. Um, cast it off into the ether. And uh, if one of us dopes and the other one nopes, the person who doped the story gets a very small amount of time to give us the uh, the shortened version of the story and just uh, sort of state their case. Uh, but yeah, got a couple of things this week. It's been pretty quiet um, for a reason. As we, I don't, uh, we, yeah, 
we did we did mention I talked about it briefly. We we were gonna have a Nintendo Direct, but sadly, due to some pretty bad tragedies in Japan over the last couple of days, just yeah, got delayed. Great. Like, and I've seen some pretty horrible people who were oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you should have put it on anyway." It's like, like, no of them. They did. They made the right choice, and hopefully, everyone is okay yeah. over there. But using yeah, words so like that, people using words like uh, "you owe us a direct" and stuff. It's like, we, yeah, I don't owe you fucking we, we, shit. We pay your wages. Whoa, hang on a second, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Ease up, fucking, Turbo. Yeah, it's yeah, awful people. But, the internet yeah. sucks. But anyway, so uh, we we'll probably have a direct sometime this week, I would say. But that was I would assume so. That was probably the big thing. I was like, all right, that's going to give a lot of news, and sadly, mm-hmm. bad things happen. So yeah, yeah, alas, it can't be avoided. Yeah, we we hope if anyone is listening from over there, we hope you're okay and uh if you know anyone over there we hope they're okay as well um it's awful stuff but um awful unavoidable things that can happen but uh Mm -hmm. yeah uh anyway uh can i go first guy because i've got a bit of a spider-man rock block that that all right okay kick off things all right so uh all right i'm just gonna rapid fire uh, the the two headlines I've got, and and there's one other extra little bit that I'll I'll put in there as well that that I'm pretty happy about. Um, so basically, uh, the short version is uh, there's a, is in insom- a, a reset error thread saying it is Insomniac teasing a, a, an announcement for a new game next week. Uh, so there's that one, uh, and then there's also uh, Spider Man also has the. Possibly the saddest, best Easter egg in the history of video games. Um, and I know you know about this one because we were talking about it before. Um, it's unavoidable. It's been everywhere across the internet. Mm, yeah, yeah. I actually hadn't seen it until someone sent it to me this morning. Um, I've been too busy playing Spider-Man, I guess. Uh, yeah, what say you, Kyron? I mean, I guess, I guess dope. It's Spider-Man. I can't deny Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, 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 the sad Easter egg is definitely not dope. It's very, very sad. But um, so I'll start with the short the, the short little one that's kind of a speculation sort of thing, but um, and probably nothing's going to come of it. Uh, I think it might be just a, a fun little in-universe thing. Uh, basically, in Spider-Man, he has his own, uh, like, you can read, like, through his Twitter feed. Um which is uh he's um he's his uh, Twitter account is called NYC Wallcrawler, uh which is great, and uh, there's a tweet there from uh the account uh, IG Ted Price, which I'm pretty sure is uh, Insomniac Games Ted Price, um and it says hey did you hear that Insomniac Games is announcing a new game next week, uh so there's a random tweet in game about that so people are sort of wondering oh maybe but I think there was word that they were working on a VR title. At um at Insomniac as well, so it could be that, or it could be nothing. What if it's like a what if it's like a VR side thing for Spider Man? Oh man, oh man, oh that'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, because because Batman did have that weird little VR Arkham thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if this is actually if this is a way that they're sort of teasing something, what a fucking cool way to do it. Like do it via the Twitter feed in your like the in-game Twitter feed from your your game you oh, released yeah. a few days ago. Um, uh, can I point out my favorite tweet from that Twitter feed? Yeah, sure. I've got I've got one that I that was retweeted into my uh, timeline today on Twitter. 
Yeah, yeah it's a tw- it's a Spider-Man game tweet from uh, Dirk Maldonado, which is me. Sees giant pile of trash on the sidewalk, uselessly but uselessly in the way of anyone trying just to live their lives. Me, same tbh. <laughs> <laughs> That Twitter uh, account, some, get, uh, Twitter timeline gets too real. It get yeah, and it's some really funny stuff. And I, I'm sad. It took me a, re- a while before I realized it was there, and I was like, oh shit! And I'm like scrolling back through, reading all this stuff, and like the fact that um, like Spider Man replies to people as well, like when they're like tweeting at him, yeah. And it, it basically like keeps tabs on like the things that you've done. And it's like, well, there's this robbery happening at this certain part of New York, and Spider Man came in to save the day. Good work, Spider Man. And you're like, fuck yeah, I did that. That's awesome. Um. But there are, there's like the flip side ones as well, where it's like, oh, Spider-Man was doing this, throwing trash everywhere. What the hell? <laughs> what a jerk. And you're like, oh, okay. I love that. Yeah. Like you said before about the, the fast travel stuff um, is really fun. I love that it is just Spider-Man in costume, riding the subway, just reading, like looking at yeah. his phone, just <laughs> catching up on and Twitter. It, and that's it. There's like a couple of different scenarios you can get on the subway scenes. And that's the main reason I'm doing it to see all those sequences. Cause there's been yeah. some fucking hilarious ones. The one with the guy reading the newspaper that's got an article. It's like Spider-Man, like Spider-Man Menace or Hero or something in the front. And you sort of like look at, he's like, at Spider-Man next to him and then look back at the newspaper and then back at Spider-Man. <laughs> I had I had one where Spider-Man was on the subway, like just casually checking his phone. And there was a guy on the sleep on the, asleep on his shoulder next yep, to him. I love that too. <laughs> it's so good. It's good. I really like it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a little neat little thing. And like recent error is obviously blowing that's, up. That's interesting going, to keep an eye on, honestly. Yeah, I think it might. It could be nothing, but I mean, yeah, why not? I don't Let's think it's going to be it. a huge game announcement. Oh god, no! Because they so just either. put out Spider-Man, but it'll it'll probably be something because they're a company that does a lot of smaller things as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there was word going around that they are working on a VR title. So, I mean, I think you might be right. It could be a, it could be a Spider-Man tie-in, like VR tie-in. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, it, it, cause it would it would feel weird to announce a tease for a game in Spider Man if it's not gonna be like I, t- I don't know I'm not sure what the logistics are there like if they if they announce like a multi platform game next week is it weird that it was announced in a Sony exclusive I don't know yeah true but, um, that's I don't interesting know. we'll see I guess mm. but yeah so that's that's that little one there but uh, yes Spider Man has the saddest what people are saying are the saddest best Easter egg in a video game ever. Um, basically, uh, a, a young man called Tyler Schultz, uh, contacted, uh, Insomniac back in May, uh, saying if they could help him propose to his girlfriend in a, in a big way, he says, um, and Marvel and Insomniac agreed and, uh, they basically sort of worked together and in Spider-Man, there is a, um, a billboard out the front of a movie theater, like one of those like American style, like movie theater that you have out the front that advertises the times and what's showing. Um, and it just says, Maddie, will you marry me? Which very sweet, very cool of Insomniac and Marvel to sort of like, you know, get that in their game. But this story does not have a super happy ending. Can uh, I just say, I know I do feel bad talking about it. <laughs> I know. It's weird. Yeah. But it's, it's okay. I've got something I can follow up with this. So continue. All right, cool. Um, He's been pretty good about it, though. Um, apparently, Tyler took to uh, the internet and released a video blog um, saying that uh, he was basically telling people where the sign is, but um, sort of informing everyone that uh, a few weeks before the game came out that uh, the Maddie in question had actually broken up with him. They'd been together for like four or five years, 
Uh, and he said something about like, the, he felt like the time was right. Um, and it, this was like, he better like, you know, shit will get off the pot, I guess. Um, and yeah, so he announced that, yeah, then they're no longer together. She broke up with him, I think to start dating his brother. Yeah. It's in the video. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. It's the worst. Um, but... he, he did say, um, he, he said, said say in the video as well, like this might go down in history as the saddest Easter egg. I don't know. Regardless, I'm actually kind of happy that it's in the, in this game. If anybody else wants to use it as their proposal, please do. I just wanted to see. I just want to see someone get married through that thing. Um, but uh, the art director, one of the art directors from Insomniac, Jacinda Chu, Jacinda Chu, um, actually tweeted at him saying that sucks. Want us to change the signs to something else in a patch? Any suggestions? So they've offered to patch it out for him. Um, but do, he also do you have any follow up on that. Uh. I, all I've got here is on the Polygon article. It says, I'm pretty happy that he got into the game. It's a nice little reminder to, okay. you know, the almost mistake that so, I made. There's a Kotaku one. Apparently Schultz uh, t- spoke to Kotaku. Mm-hmm. He, he he told them that he actually hopes, if, if it does get changed or replaced, he would like it to be replaced with the name of his grandmother, who passed from cancer. Oh. But also, she was the one who helped ignite his passion for Spider-Man. She gave him his first Spider-Man comic book, as well as a copy of Amazing Fantasy 15, the first oh. appearance of the character. So, that would be really nice. I really, I needed that Kotaku follow-up, because I was just like, when I was reading the story, I was like, that sucks. Yeah, and it's, I, it's great that he's sort of taking it in his stride, but that would just crush me. Um, but yeah. the follow up where it's like, that's really, that's a nice way to sort of spin what could be a really sad Easter egg into like an even sweeter one. Yeah. And I think, so I guess we'll see what happens with it. I don't know if, 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 if anything else has happened there. Yeah, man. I hope, I hope good things come for this guy. It's, and, and that's, I'm, I didn't know about that follow up. That's really lovely. Yeah. I saw it in the Kotaku Australia repost today. It was just, it was towards the bottom of it. I was like, oh, that's oh, something to latch onto. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but the last little bit of that, that, that I didn't sort of mention was um, in terms of Easter eggs that are in the game, there is one that I'm very excited about that I haven't found yet. Um, if you follow Kind of Funny uh, and, and Greg Miller and the boys over there, or in the crew over there, you'll know that uh, Greg Miller is obviously very excited for the Spider-Man game coming out uh, and also that he is now the official photographer for uh, what has been I've come to be known as Shirtless Spider-Man, um, which is... Definitely not Greg Miller in a Spider-Man mask wearing no shirt. Um, not at all, because he's the official photographer for Shirtless Spider-Man. Um, on Greg's Twitter account, he released a video um, from Shirtless Spider-Man saying that we've done it. We've we've officially done it. Uh, in the game, Shirtless Spider-Man is in the game. Uh, there is a part that I, mm-hmm. they showed a clip of it. I don't know where it is in the game. It must be in like a, maybe in like a story mission or something um, where there's a whole bunch of people in like cosplay hanging around and there is a shirtless Spider-Man there that looks has to have the same shape and build as shirtless Spider-Man. And, um, and yeah, sort of saying, doing the, the, the really bad, like web slinging noises that Greg, <laughs> Greg makes, oh, not Greg, sorry, shirtless Spider-Man makes when he's talking. Um, we'll be very clear. It's definitely not Greg Miller in a Spider-Man mask with no shirt on. Um, but yeah, I thought that was great. I'm so happy that Insomniac were like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Let's, let's just go. I was hoping they'd make it a skin, like they'd make it a suit for him. 
you can be you could play a shirtless spider-man i'd be like that'd be fucking awesome um but uh well, who knows i mean there, there are there are skins that aren't unlocked yet who knows yeah true very true i feel like i'd know that by now though if that was the thing their patreon tier this month for their fan mail tier where they send something out to you if you're a part of that tier is um on the kind of funny games they've someone's drawn some like shirtless spider-man art and they've made a mock-up of the spider-man ps4 game cover and you can actually get a, like a signed copy of that from greg miller the official photographer sent to you at the fair mail tier or for free you can go to their patreon oh page and, and print off a, your own copy of it to um to replace your cover too far? <laughs> i know i but the thing is like sometimes i wonder that but then i'm like no i am glad they exist this is a. I'm. I'm glad that this is a world. We live in a world where kind of funny exists, and they're doing batshit crazy things like this. Um, that are just so need, funny. I'm gonna need the uh, the Carl Bossman score on the shirtless Spider Man spider suit. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. <laughs> Fuck, that would be so funny, considering the history as well. <laughs> There's no beef anymore. They've settled that now. It's fine. Carl's apologized. Um. But, uh, but yeah, that was my first lot of uh, the, the Spider-Man rock block there that I like to affectionately call it. I also actually have a bit of a block, Joel. Okay, cool. Hit me it's, with it. Uh, it's, a, it's a, I will title this block, oh dear, the Nintendo Direct didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dope that because it's, uh, yeah. one, the title deserves it, and, yeah. uh, and two, because I, I know some of the things that happened, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So... Obviously, as we said, the direct got delayed, but things happen still. Like announcements, maybe didn't get deleted from like an auto queue or an auto post. Mm. Like scheduled posts might have not been removed, and some things happened. Other other things, companies were like, "Shit, well, here's this thing that's coming out, um, but we're holding off." So first up, Square Enix announced Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition HD for consoles, available yep. on the day for PS4 and Xbox One. And coming to Switch soon. So I assume it's going to happen when the Direct goes up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would think so. That one so. was a weird one. I was like, okay, maybe just put it out anyway. I don't know. Uh, man, Squared is really, really milking that 15. Respect to them. Hey, well, I mean, um, like, you know, why wouldn't they? Took them long enough. True. Uh, the next one is Nintendo's website may have accidentally revealed the final name of the Yoshi game. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so according to the website, it's listed as Yoshi's Crafted World coming 2019. Uh, I remember the um, there was a bunch of leaks going around with a name was supposedly going to be, what was it? It was like, I think it was like Yoshi's Flipping World or something. And I kind of preferred that. <laughs> Yoshi's Flipping World. <laughs> Flipping World. <laughs> I hope it I was like flipping with an apostrophe. <coughs> flipping me. Yeah, flipping world. Yoshi's flipping world. world. Chuck, a, yeah. chuck like a Brooklyn accent on there. Yoshi's flipping world. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's supposedly the name. Again, cool. it seems interesting that this popped up on the website the week of the Direct and then the Direct got delayed. Yepsie daisy. Um, there was, of course, the Mega Man demo. Like, they put out a new trailer and announced the demo on that day. I assume uh-huh. that would have been a direct thing had it happened. Um, the curious one that isn't really here as a headline or could be nothing at all, the Smash Brothers blog didn't update on Friday. Right. And 
that's odd. It updated today with Bowser, so it's back on track now, but it seems weird that an update wouldn't go up on Friday. I don't know if there's yeah. anything coming in Direct Smash related. Probably, though. Uh, you would think so. Yeah. And you the would... big one... Oh, yeah. The big one that has had an interesting series of events is Sid Meier's Civilization Six will be coming to the Nintendo Switch on November 16th. It leaked pretty interestingly. Mm-hmm. Uh especially when the studio actually officially announced it on their website and then pulled it down. So you can't find that announcement anymore, but too late? Yep. It exists in the internet now, and uh, everyone knows about it. It's out there. Yeah. It's out there. You can't but take it back now. No backsies. I Look, it obviously is very sad that this direct, that the reasons that this direct didn't happen are very justified and all that sort of stuff. But man, that would have been a fucking killer of an announcement. Could you? That would have been so out of left field, and what? Well, but but completely makes complete sense as well. Like it is such a perfect fit for that console. Yeah, I'll be curious to see how it runs because I've seen people say that they have struggled to get it running on some handheld, like on some laptops and stuff. Like one of the examples provided was a 2015 MacBook Pro. Didn't okay. really carry it too well, but again, like there may have been some things they've done to sort of optimize it a bit better. And if you're going to pick a like a platform for Civ, like Switch is a pretty good pick. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, like if I like coming over to your house, I hang out there, we play like a couple of hours of Civ, and then just pop it back in my bag, and off I go again. Like you know. Yeah. Exactly. That's you can awesome. save the game on your Switch and then just do like the hot seat, like pass a Switch around multiplayer yeah. type. Because it is, if you haven't played Civ, it is a uh, a strategy game that is done via a turn based system. Yep. So. It sort of keeps it easy. It makes it really easy for, like, handheld pass. You, you will have the option for, like, four-player LAN if you want. Yeah. But it will also work, I assume, with the hot seat mechanic. Uh, it will also include a bunch of the Civilization packs as well, including the Vikings scenario and the Poland, Australia, Persia, and Macedon civilizations. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'll, it'll be presumably packed with content yeah. when it shows up on the Nintendo Direct sometime. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, we'll hear hopefully hear more about it when we get that Direct eventually. Um, but yeah, yeah that's a um, crazy announcement. It is. Like, I... That... it. This is one of those ones where I'm like, man, I'm bummed that was announced because that would have been yeah. a great thing Yeah, to just pop, pop up in the Direct like, hey, Civ is coming to Switch. It's like, oh, hang on a second. What? Yeah. Did you say Civilization is coming to Switch because... As a PC game, like when we've gotten console versions, a bit it's been like specific weird, but like Civilization, I think Revolution was Revolution, one of them. Revolution, yeah, just which I've heard was very yeah, good. Weird, but yeah, yeah, but this is like Civilization Six. This is mainline. This is Civ, the latest yeah. and greatest in the Civ series on Switch. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to see how this is going to work. Please show yeah. it to me. Yeah, I, 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 my yeah. wife is very excited about that. Um, for sure, and uh, I'm excited to maybe pick it up as well and give it a, a, a proper go this time. Um, Soon you can it. all enjoy the joys of being confronted by nu- nuclear war by Gandhi. Yeah, nuclear Gandhi, I love it. Um, um, but, yeah, but yeah, that's sort of that is like a little block of like things that probably were going to be in the direct that have leaked out. Unfortunately, Nintendo yeah. was apparently on the clock because I don't I don't follow too closely with what the deal is with these particular outlets, but. Um, apparently Famitsu and Korokoro could have stuff coming this week. Right. Okay. Basically, people are going, Nintendo, is this direct happening tomorrow? Like, it could. Or it will happen later in the week and they'll just let the announcements happen before it. Who knows? But 
it'll be interesting to keep an eye out on the internet in the next couple of days. Yeah, I'm sure you'll hear us talk about whatever comes to pass in the next uh, episode of Dialogue Options. So, Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. We will definitely be covering that as soon as that news breaks. Um, cool. Alright, so up next I've got uh, one I just stumbled across before. I was like trawling through Eurogamer and uh, came across uh, this article... Owlboy creator retri- releases trailer for fictitious Chrono Trigger sequel. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, yeah. You're bringing this. You're be- you're bringing this to attack me, Joel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, hey, it comes from a good place. I mean, dope. Because the trailer <coughs> looks good. Yeah. We've never um, seen a Chrono Trigger sequel. Uh, Besides Chrono Cross, I guess. We yeah. but. Uh, Basically, what happened was um, the creator of Owlboy, um, who is Simon Staffsness Anderson, butchered that name. Um, Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, no, he basically made a a, a hypothetical mock-up trailer of a sequel to Chrono Trigger called Chrono Break. Um, So... Uh, it says here in the, the Eurogamer article that uh, it, it isn't entirely fictitious that Square trademarked the name Chrono Break in 2001. Um, uh, and Chrono Trigger's creators have said uh, over the years confirmed that the game, while never officially announced or seen, was originally planned as the third mainline entry in the Chrono series. Um, and to add to the top of that as well, um, the, oh, oh, sorry, no, the, the composer for Owlboy uh, actually made the music for this trailer. And it's very, very good, very on brand as well it for Chrono Trigger. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And um, and the the visuals look amazing. It's just like a really gorgeous pixel art. That um, I mean, yeah. I haven't played Owlboy myself yet, but I've watched enough trailers and things of it that um, it's I want to play it. I need to get to it. Um, it's getting a physical release, I think, this week. Um, yes, it mm, is. And I, I will get to it. But uh, but yeah, the the art in that is just like. It's like really thick line pixel art. I don't know. It's gorgeous. It's like, really nice to look at. Um, but yeah, I look. There's probably not a whole lot there to, to unpack. I just thought it was really interesting. There is a. It's like a minute fifteen long trailer. Um, it's very Chrono Trigger, uh, in the best possible way. Um, and I here's what you do, a... Square. Here's what you do. So you've mm-hmm. got you've got your games like I Am Setsuna and Lost Sphere, which play like Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. but like that, they're this weird sort of. 3D thing, just take them back to sprites, just do it, and just yep. then make a Chrono game. It's pretty simple. Like, it's just and, that's what you do. And uh, <laughs> Octopath also, well. also, get this guy to do it for you because apparently sure, he's really good at it. Like, imagine if that's the, like, we've heard that story all like happen quite a lot where fans or other people will make these sort of like, little passion project, like hypothetical things or like remakes and things, and yeah, companies will. The big. The big thing here is it's it's Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. No. They, don't, they don't generally play. Like, Square's kind of, they're like Nintendo in that sense. We're like, oh, that's cool. When, we're not playing ball, but that's neat, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like, oh, I, I guess work. Nintendo would be like, oh, please pull it down, though. Yeah. Uh, stop that now, please. Uh, that's stop enough of that. this immediately. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, I guess there wasn't yeah, much just, to, would... to unpack with that, but I thought it was really interesting, and I thought, yeah. It is. It's, and honestly... In the same vein, like, go and watch that video. Also, since we're talking about things that I fucking would be great if it happened, um, 
someone on the internet redid the introduction to Metal Gear Solid 1 in like oh. the Unreal Engine to celebrate its 20th anniversary. I haven't also watched that yet. Also worth having a I need to have a look at that. It's yeah. good. Yep. And it makes me want Metal Gear Solid 1 in the Unreal Engine. Alas, yep. Konami are jerks, so probably never yes. going to happen. Nope. Uh, but yeah, the video that you're talking about is very good. And I watched it and I was just like, oh man, imagine if we got another Chrono game. Just imagine good. that world. Put it on the Switch. Dragon Quest is, like, the it. new Dragon Quest is finished. Like, come on, Akira Toriyama. Like, Dragon Ball's on a bit of a break right now. You know, yeah. you just drop some new characters. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Like, why not? Why not? They all look like Dragon Ball characters anyway, so it doesn't matter too much. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kyron, what do you got for me next? Well, uh, we're going we're gonna to go back to the old uh, Nintendo world because okay. there's always something there. Exactly. Better or worse. Yep. This one maybe among the, the, the well it depends on who you ask. I I'm I can see the negatives to this. The headline okay. is some Switch games won't support cloud saves. Right. Yes. I look I'll say dope because um yeah, this, this is interesting, but I kinda get it. Especially about I one do as game well, so. in particular. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll dope it as well. So the the gist of it is basically with um, Nintendo Switch's premium service coming later this month, it'll finally enable cloud saves, which is a thing that I honestly just expect systems to have, especially yeah. if it's a handheld like this. Yeah. But some games will not support it to ensure fair play. The most, the biggest one they mentioned is Splatoon Two, and they do also side mention to the Pokemon Let's Go games. The Pokemon games, I absolutely get. <laughs> yeah. yeah pokemon games it's like all right sure that makes sense can't be cloud saving that same at the same time hang on well there's there's a statement okay the vast majority of nintendo switch games will support save data cloud backup however in certain games this feature would make it possible for example uh, impossible to for example regain items that had been traded to other players or revert to a higher online multiplayer ranking than had than had been lost to ensure fair play, save data cloud backup may not be enabled for such games. To ensure that save data cloud backups cannot be used to unfairly affect online multiplayer rankings, the feature will not be enabled on Splatoon 2. Now, the big news here is, okay. here's the solution, Nintendo. Joel, where do you think the, the online levels and rankings are stored by games like, I don't know, Overwatch? I don't know. Do you maybe- think that they're in the... Lo- Maybe, maybe server side? I don't know. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe like maybe, in a, maybe maybe to an account. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe an account. I don't know because I feel yeah. like if I deleted my save data on Overwatch, uh, my ranking and my levels and my unlocks are not going anywhere. Yeah, and so that's the one that I don't really get. I'm like, yeah, well, that's fair. Here's the thing, Nintendo. You should probably have a way for that not to be an issue. Because if I, I mean, I haven't put a lot of time into Splatoon. Yeah, no, but me neither. Having having read this, like if I lost my data and I had put a lot of time in, I would never go back to that game. Like get stuff. Nope. <laughs> yep, that's that's like cutting off your like your community, like at the head, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's like uh... to flip back sides, I do sort of get the Pokemon one because obviously Pokemon traditionally is like a one save slot game. But I do think there are ways around this. Like there's I think some PlayStation games do have like the backup system, but they will have the same game, the save games like locked. Yep. Yep. Like, I feel like, again, I don't know how tricky it is to implement, but I feel like the simple solution here would be to have the Pokemon, like have that cloud save backup, 
But if you want to download it back to your system, it's like overwritten. And again, a lot of us relies on accounts. If it was tied to an account, yep. it wouldn't be an issue. Nintendo, yep. where are your accounts? And this and this announcement makes it all like makes it less like apparent that it's going to be an account system for the Switch when the online service comes. Exactly. Like this online and like they're still giving us so little to be excited about. They're still like, hey, here are ten NES games you're gonna be able to play online. And it's just like, but Nintendo, you don't get it. And I yep. again I knew they weren't gonna get it, but I had a hope. Like a little there's like a little light in the back of my head going, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they'll realise, but they clearly just don't know and don't care. Nope. Uh yeah, that, that's very apparent from this whole Yeah, anyway. That's a that's a whole thing. Here's a, but... here, here are some third-party games that also will not support it. Okay. Uh, FIFA 19 and Dark Souls Remastered. Dark Souls Remastered? Really? Yeah. Dark Souls Remastered will not support it. Hey, on my PS4, I've got my Dark Souls, all my Dark Souls and Bloodborne save data backed up onto Sony's cloud. They're nice and safe up there. <sighs> That's but a shame. But on Switch, that won't be an option. FIFA I kind of get because of the Ultimate Team stuff, but like... Yeah, yeah. but it, again, it... It was an account. It was an account. Wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. It all comes back to that. It comes back to accounts. Mm. It's just, it's mind-boggling that it still isn't a thing that Nintendo has put together. It's, I don't uh, get yeah, it. I don't understand it either. I really don't. And it's 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 a little frustrating in this day and age now to think that they they just don't get it. Oh, boy. It's just, it's put me back on track to that, like, Nintendo just, again, I knew it. all along the whole time but i think in the back of my head there was a voice going maybe but they just they don't take online seriously and sure i get it a lot of their games don't need it but if you're gonna be in there playing with the big boys and have like those a lot of those third-party games that have online mechanics like and components you're gonna want a better online infrastructure absolutely yeah it's just a disaster and yeah no matter like that direct's gonna come out they're probably going to talk about the online stuff and people are just going to be unhappy because they've just given us nothing to be happy about with it. Yep. Yep. 100%. Um, God anyway. damn it. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I've got nothing else to add to that. That's just <laughs> frustrating. The more it's I think about it, the more frustrating it gets. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, did you have anything else, Joel? Uh, I've got one more thing. Okay. Um, Lay it on me. This is a bit, a bit of speculation again. A lot of speculation from me this week. A little bit, a little bit of teasers. Uh, over on Reset Era, there's a thread saying Rocksteady looking for community manager, gearing up for an announcement soon. I did see they were hiring for a game that could be next gen. Right. Okay. So, what say you, Karen? I'm gonna now. Don't take this personally. I'm going to say nope. <laughs> okay. But it's because I feel like there's been constant Rocksteady groundswell that's gone nowhere for like the last yeah. year and a half. Yeah, absolutely. I Yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, all right. Well, it's a dope for me because I'm finding it really interesting because I just want to know. Um, but basically, it's um, there. There, there were, there's a, a, an ad up for an, uh, an application for a job at Rocksteady's for a passionate and experienced community manager to join their North London studio. As a temporary role in collaboration with our Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment colleagues. Uh, It will primarily involve the execution of digital initiatives across the full range of online, social, and community channels. Additionally, the role will frequently involve live gameplay presentations for various audiences. 
Um, and it basically at the end of it says, um, couple with a love of video games will form the driving force behind an innovative and effective promotional campaign for a highly anticipated upcoming AAA title. So, yeah, I mean, tune in, come check back at Game Awards. Yep. And they'll probably announce Superman or Justice League or something. Yeah, they're, well, they're the two front runners. Um, if it's another Batman game, yeah. I would just be hard out. But if it's something a bit different, but... Uh, yeah. Um, if they if they go back to that Batman well, I'll be like, cool, you're a one-note studio now, Rocksteady. I'm sorry. You do what you do well, but... Yeah. You fucking not doing anything new. At least... At least branch out to one of the other DC heroes now. Mm. Um, there's... Uh, just to bring up Kind of Funny again, I've only watched half of it. I've got to finish watching it, but the Kind of Funny games cast this week is Greg Miller's pitch for a Superman game. Because um, he was on part of a panel at PAX last weekend where they were... with with Corey Barlog and Jared Petty and someone else as well um and that was all about pitching it that the pitching a superman game basically um and their ideas for it and greg did his on this um uh game game uh, no kind of funny games cast episode and it's just him going through it and it's based around the um second son comic which sounds really interesting so i kind of want to check that out but um and yeah his idea from what i've heard of it so far it sounds really interesting as well so I mean, it could work. It's just, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Oh, I'm not saying it, I'm to. not saying it can't work. It's just, I feel like every major event that's come up, it's like, yeah, Rocksteady, it's time. It's like, okay, and then nothing. Yeah, I do think, based on that and based on the groundswell, I, I guess check back at Game Awards. Game Awards is when it's going to happen. Mm. Otherwise, it's next E3. <laughs> Unless they they wildcard out and go at fucking TGS or Paris that Games Week. So weird. Paris Games Week, maybe. Maybe I feel like it's, if it's because they're more in based London, in, aren't they? It would have, yeah, it's, it's as Europe, so it would have been Gamescom if anywhere. Surely, true. Oh, because Paris, Paris Games Week is—it's not small, but like it's not as big as say Gamescom. But maybe that's what they're trying to. Maybe they they've got a partnership with them or something. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, that anyway. is so weird. It was a nope, but yeah, that I thought that was very interesting, and I uh, I thought I like a little bit a little bit of cheeky hype, even if it might not go anywhere. I just want Rockstar to announce what they're doing. That's it. At this point, that's what I want from them. Yeah, me too. I just want to know. It's like with Sucker Punch. It's like, what was Sucker Punch working on? We know now. I'm like, cool, Ghost of Tsushima. Awesome. Great. Cool. Yeah, cool. Trailer done. Good. Yep. Love it. I'm in. Sign me up. Yeah. Looking forward to it. We'll see it when it's ready. Um, But yeah. Anyway. You got anything else for me, Karen? I got one more. Got one more? One more little thing here. All right. Uh, It popped up on my Twitter feed. And it is related to a series that I don't think you've got much experience with from a publisher that we don't really like. Cool. Awesome. So, apparently, according to an interview recently, Konami may actually be up for more Zone of the Enders. I'm going to say nope. Just just for Konami. That's fair. Like, That's fine. I mean, I, wanna, I, I to want to... I know- I, I I noped to Rocksteady. You know yeah. my, my well, zone of the enders. It's fine. I would love to get I would love to get into zone of the enders because it sounds fucking awesome. But also, it's it owned by awesome. Konami now, and fuck Konami, resoundingly fuck Konami. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a no. Well, Sci Games recently made Zone of the Enders second runner for Mars, like second runner Mars, which is now available on PS4. I'm not sure if it's on other platforms, but right. apparently they are willing, they're considering a sequel. They're willing, because I mean, the big thing for Zoe was after Kojima left, it was like, okay, we're never getting any more. 
but apparently it's not out of a question. So maybe Zoe 3 will come to fruition via Psy Games. Fingers cool. bloody crossed. Cool. An inferior version of, of a popular, well-loved series. Great. Awesome. I can't wait. Whoa, dude. Come on. Psy I... Games are a good developer. Yeah, but Konami will just be like, get it out. Shit it out. Come on. Shit it out now. Uh, I'm sorry. In a way, I sort of understand it. Kojima took so fucking long to make that well, goddamn game. <laughs> yeah, true. But also... Things cost Konami. money. And I'm not saying Konami were in the right, but fine. also fine. things cost money. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what else cost money and didn't make much? Metal Gear Survive. No. <laughs> I don't, th- I don't. I don't think it would have cost him much money, though. Yeah, true. Actually, that game definitely <laughs> felt like it didn't have very much money. It would have just been. It was basically Metal Gear Solid Five again with multiplayer. With multiplayer, but shit, um, and really bad. And one specific part of Metal Gear Solid Five that wasn't. Eh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's a fucking army. We'll see. Yeah, we'll Side see. Games, please, please do it. Yeah, I hope. I, I hope. still. I Konami could turn them around, okay? Capcom have somehow turned their shit around. I don't know how. It started with Resident Evil Seven, and since then they've been kicking endless goals. Oh, Konami yeah. could do it. It's less likely. They could. They, their best chance to start it was when they put out Bomberman on the Switch, but they kind of just stopped after that. Yeah, they just sort of like gave up, didn't they? Mm. So we'll see. But I like side games and. I like Zoe, and I want to believe that maybe this could happen, but we'll see. All right, so we've uh, ticked off our quest log. We've checked in with Dope or Nope. I think now it's time to round out the episode on the home stretch with the bonus round. Bonus round. Our bonus round is, of course, our question and answer segment where you, the listener, get to write in to us and uh, with some questions that you'd like us to discuss or answer on the show. Uh, and we answer them here, and we have a good old time doing it. So, we've got a few questions this week. We're going to jump straight into it. Our first question comes from Gary. And Gary asks us, with Batman and possibly Spider-Man leading the way for superhero video games to get more shine, what other superhero would you like to see get their own game, and what kind of game would it be? Action-adventure, free-roam, mission-based, etc. It's very, very uh, on topic for the week. So... It really it's is. a good one. Yeah, I like it. And it's a good question. Um, I mean, the answer straight off the top of my head is Iron Man. Like, a Yeah, fucking, a good Iron Man game would be cool. A good Iron Man game. And seeing like now we've got a good Spider-Man game, like, let's let's go. I think the possibilities for... And seeing Anthem in action, it's like, all right, well, we can do flying around as mechs. Well, we won't be, be Iron Man. It's, so would it be an would it be an open world game or I don't know I think action. yeah I think it'd be like an action adventure game so kind of like maybe even like a oh, I don't know how would you do it you'd have to have like open open worldish areas kind of like what Uncharted Four did um but maybe like a you, you, do, you have to take into account that Iron Man can fly so it, needs to, it does need to be relatively large areas yeah yeah but I wouldn't want to limit it to like just one map I don't think. I mean, you can have large zones like, um, shit. Oh, what's a game? Like, for example, I think, wow, of all the games to go back to, but the Middle Earth games have got several large maps. True. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You can, yeah, you can have large, large hub areas and sort of move back and forth. 
Assassin's yeah. Creed's done it in the past. You could have like, you know, the first act of the game is in New York and then the second act is in Sokovia. I don't know. Who knows? You could do anything like that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I'd like is I just want to know what that Avengers game is going to be like from Crystal Fucking Dynamics. If only we knew. If only we Square. knew. Yeah. If only, if only Square Enix decided to announce uh, like some sort of like direct presentation during like a big video games conference Joel, where they could have announced Joel, it. Joel, Joel don't, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't do I don't know. I'm just, just, don't, just riffing, man. I'm just riffing off the top of my head. Just, like, just I don't riffing. Know. Just like yeah. that maybe Square Enix should announce anything. Yeah, definitely wasn't a fucking thing that, that happened. That would be nice. That would be nice yeah. if they talked about any one of their million of game like game projects that are currently in development. It'd be nice to have an update, but we'll see. As, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it didn't happen because I fucking blocked it from my mind because it was such a nothing event. Um anyway. <laughs> but um I love your well, unending bitterness with that event. <laughs> oh, it was so fucking dumb and unnecessary. Anyway. Um the fucking trailer they showed for Kingdom Hearts 3 wasn't even a good trailer. Like, it wasn't the best trailer we saw at E3. I mean, it, no, wasn't it, wasn't the be- it wasn't the best of the Kingdom Hearts, the, the 8,000 Kingdom Hearts trailers we saw at E3. I don't know. I think, it, I think it was my favorite. Which one was that one? Was that the Pirates one? No, that was that was the Sony one, I'm pretty sure. Was it? Yeah. Uh, I might do some research and get back to you on this one. All right. Okay. Fair enough. I could be wrong. But <laughs> I thought it was... I thought the I thought the whichever one was at the Sony conference, I remember going. That's the that's the one I liked the most. Anyway, um, what about you, Karen? Anything off the top of your head? Um, so actually, literally last night I was talking to my housemate, and this is just like an idea. But it's like this would be a because I would want this game to be open world, but it would also be a nightmare. Um, mm. Ant Man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Let's get. An open world Ant Man game. Oh my what, like, god! Imagine having to render that world for the various different sizes that Ant Man could go. Oh no! What a that's nightmare a that would nightmare. be. But if you want to, if you want a feasible answer, I'd probably actually to to step away from the open world genre that's pretty pretty you know full. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's get a Platinum Games esque hack and slash sort of game with uh, Black Panther. Oh damn! Yes, Kyron. Let's go. Yes, yes. Think of, the, think of how fun that could be. <laughs> oh yes. Get Kendrick Lamar in to do the soundtrack again. Fuck yeah! Let's go. Black damn, Panther's write, hot right now. Write a new song for it. I fucking yes, Kyron. <laughs> oh man, I want that. Oh boy, there's, there's, like. That's 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 it. That's like the Ant Man one is like that would be funny. But if I was if a legitimate answer, like give me like a sweet Platinum Games hack and slash esque Black Panther. Let's go. That would be fucking dope. Yes. Oh man, yeah, that, that's a good answer. <laughs> that is a so I went for the fucking low hanging fruit. You went a fucking good answer there. I, I apologize to everyone for when that game never exists. It is a crime. I agree. Yeah, that's um. Oh man! <laughs> Damn, that'd be good. Get Insomniac in to help out with the fucking traversal because their parkour yeah, the thing, is real good. Oh man! Like I, I, a lot of times watching the the, the the Black Panther movie, I was like, man, these are, some of these sequences would be fun to just play. Just these would be just let me play it. Yeah, 
and just exploring Wakanda, like just being having Wakanda yeah. as like an open world that you could just wander having around. Having Wakanda in. segments, yeah, like because that that could work going out on missions. Let's just okay. It could be the hub. Right. Wakanda could be it's the not, hub world. I'm Man. so sad. I've I've bummed myself out because that's the game yeah, I you want. Bummed now. me out too because that's fucking <laughs> awesome. That'd I'm sorry, so everyone. <laughs> oh, I'm just playing through like fucking all the stars like Kendrick Lamar in my head and just thinking about like See, a video game let's version get, of that. Let's get um Claw's uh, playlist in there. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, that's a good answer. But yeah, that, that's probably, that's probably my legit answer. Yeah. Well, I think I think everyone just wants a good Avengers game. I think we want an Avengers game. I think a lot of people want a Justice League game as well. But I, me personally, I'd rather an Avengers game. And if that's what I mean, I've, I'm not really a comic book person. But out of the two, out of the two factions, I I have been more Marvel than DC when it comes to like games, movies, shows, mm. and all that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would lean towards Avengers out of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just the way that we're inclined. We're not ju- no judgments here. If you like DC, by all means, go for it. But like. Hey man, yeah. I, I love the Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark Knight. Wonder Woman was good. I watched a lot of her. Yeah, Wonder Woman's amazing. Wonder Woman's real good. It's a good movie. I like that. But um, I'm I'm keen on seeing Shazam. That looks fun. Shazam looks fun. Yeah, I could get behind that. We're we're veering off topic. I know we are. I'm gonna rein you back in, boy. We didn't we didn't even bring up the fact that there could be a Captain Marvel teaser trailer coming very very soon. Oh. Can we scratch your Iron Man game for a Captain Marvel game? <laughs> kind actually, you know what? Fuck it. Oh no, Kyron, that's it. I want a Guardians game. I want a legit action adventure Guardians game. Check back that's in a couple of years when um when Square Enix inevitably after they finally yep. announced the Avengers game in like three years, Guardians will be next. I want that fully licensed soundtrack, like with all the stuff you would expect on it. That's what I want. Yep. That's what I want. You can put Captain Marvel in there as well because she hangs out with them. I'm pretty sure she's from the cosmic side of things. Fuck it, why she not? sure is. Fuck it. Oh, that was fun. That was good, man. Black Panther, what an answer. That is, that is a solid answer. Um, but thank you, Gary, for your question. That was a really good one. Even though if we are a little bit sad now that we didn't get, we're not going to get a Black Panther game, like a hack and slash Black plays, Panther game that plays like a Bayonetta or a Devil May Cry. I know. Oh it my hurts. god. Oh shit boy anyway all right moving on we've got a we've got a bit of a game from our good friend mr ben clark uh he says to us now we're going to rename this but i'm just going to read it as is at the moment he says chuck fuck or marry um so if you're not familiar with that game it's the the fuck marry kill game which is pretty um pretty full-on so we've decided to universal we've decided to it's universal but we've decided to readapt it slightly Especially considering the characters we're going to be discussing today. Um, so basically, the, the basic rules of this is you've got to th- pick one of you have three characters. You've got to pick one you need to you would have sexy time relations with, uh, one that you would marry and spend the rest of your life with, and one that you would uh, wipe from the face of the earth, essentially. But oh. I mean, they're fucking dead, it's, you know. But so. We've readapted it. What was it? We've got let down gently for for Chuck. We've got what did we decide for fuck again? It was like best friends. Wasn't it, was, it? It, was, it was. It was like it was like hang out. Yeah, yeah, like best hang, hang out, out friends. With. Yeah, hang out with. Yeah, uh, and then like marry sort of the same thing. It's, it's the same. It's pretty jolly. Um, 
yeah. So he's given us a list of characters. He says, you know the rules. He said, Joel, pretend you're a single and ready to mingle for this. Uh, and he said, explain <laughs> your reasoning. So the first one, just all straight out the gate, Kyron. He's got Risei from Persona 4. He's got uh, Futaba from Persona 5. And Chie from Persona 4. And he said they're all well, aged up. No, no one from Persona 3? Come on, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Come okay. on. You, you, can, you can take that up with him in your own time. Um, yeah. Well, clearly, clearly I'm Marin Riso. Um, best friends with Futaba. Sorry, Chie. I'll just let her down gently. I hope she doesn't like fucking Kung Fu me in the face. It's okay. You'll probably just end up in a bin anyway and just roll away <laughs> oh yeah true yeah um that's uh, that's, that's my answer I, I mean mine's basically the same except i flip futaba and rize but yeah unfortunately look and chie i also love meat i really do yeah you love meat but, all right that's fair <laughs> totally fair i get it i respect it um but well like i just realized i'm like oh, i've got my statue over there of rize it's fallen down and I, I'm really sad about that. I know. Joel. I've only just realized the Risei is like falling down behind You've got to pay more attention to these things. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Best girl is not being properly represented in my household right now. So No. <laughs> she's really not. She's up there. To be fair, she shares the spotlight with a couple other characters. But like in terms of like awesome female characters, she's there with Samus. And she's also there with... Fuck um, yeah, Samus. She's there with uh, Mako from Kill the Kill. With my uh, Nanandroid. Of Mako, because she's the fucking best, and guts is there as well. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's why that's this, would, this would have been this would have been trickier if Chie was swapped out with like Makoto or someone like that. Yeah, Makoto would have been a better would have been a, a, like gone all P five characters, all except for Rizé because Rizé, best girl. Um, uh, well, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. In some opinion, in some people's opinions. It, yeah, in, in the right people's opinions, it's fine. Yeah, okay, um, sure. It's okay to, to think you're right. If you're really wrong, it's fine. <laughs> um, you're allowed to think you're right if you're wrong. I'm not going to stop fine. you. That's fine. Hey, I'll give you my answer. What's your answer, Kyron? I, I said, like, so we're, le- we're letting down Chie. Okay. Like, she's cool, but we're letting her down. Right. Uh, I was going to hang out for Rosette. She seems fun, but maybe a bit overbearing sometimes. She is an ex-pop idol, maybe... You know, just chill a bit. And Futaba, because, I don't know, she'd just be fun to hang out with. Plus, video games are fun. Uh, she seems pretty on the ball with all that computer stuff as well, so that could be useful. Yeah, fair Plus, enough. Plus, I, I really I really liked her arc in Persona 5. Really good arc. Yeah, it's true. I really liked, well, I liked hers as well, but I also liked, I liked Reese's in P4. Like, I actually... There you go. And because, like, to, to be clear, like, I also liked Chie's in Persona 4. I liked all that. Oh, arcs, absolutely, but... yeah. But, like, I just like Risa's because, like, you know, at base level, yeah, she is ex-pop idol. She's full on, rah, rah, rah. But then you sort of see the person behind that that's not doing 100%, not doing great. And um, sort of questioning her identity. Let's just come together just... to appreciate how good Persona is. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. That's just, that's that's the moral of this whole story. Persona is awesome. Risa's best girl. Uh, all right, moving on to the next one. Uh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, we've got Aerith, Tifa. And Yushi from Final Fantasy VII. This one's pretty easy, actually. All right, you, you take it away then. We're letting down Yuffie gently because she's got some kleptomania she probably needs to, you know, work on. It's nothing personal. It's just yep, I don't no. want my stuff getting stolen. Like, yep. it's simple, really. Like, in I'll hang out with Tifa. Material. Yeah, Materia in particular. That stuff is yeah. not... 
I can, I can be valuable. Uh, yeah. We're hanging out with Tifa because she yep. runs a goddamn bar. She runs 7th Heaven. I mean, sure, it kind of got flattened in 7, but she made a new one in Advent Children, I think, so it's fine. Yeah. It's all good. Okay. And of course, of course, Aerith, the, the white mage, just a lovely flower girl. So why yep. not? Yep. I, I think I, mean, I probably would agree with you, especially if we're thinking in terms of just Final Fantasy VII, because I really do like Yuffie, though, in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> hey, in Seven, she steals your material. That's where the problem comes from. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, and that's why that's why we're given we're, we're given like letting her down gently because it's the se- <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven version. It specifically says Final Fantasy Seven, doesn't say Kingdom Hearts. So Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like her. I like her a lot in Kingdom Hearts, but yeah, I think I, it's pretty much the same for me, and y- y- very valid reasons. This was going to be a very painful one if if we'd stuck. In- if we'd stuck with the kill being in there, it's like, well, that's unfair. Yeah, that's, that's very that's, unfair. That's one, unnecessary. One of them's already dead. Yeah, that's like it's harsh. Yeah, let's. Yeah, <laughs> I think we, <laughs> when we were discussing this before, it was like, oh, okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Now, this next one, this is all you because I've got no say in this one because. Hey, you've, you've met you, no? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. Yep. In, um, in Kingdom Hearts, she was one of the little fairies in YRP. Mm, mm, yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. That's oh, I totally, okay. totally. Uh, so we've got Yuna, uh, Rikiku, Riku, Riku, Riku. Uh, my eyes are Riku. playing tricks on me. Uh, and Lulu <laughs> from Final Fantasy X. Um, oh, this, Karen... one, this one's surprisingly tricky. I mean, we're letting down Riku. Sorry. It's just okay. how it's going to be. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the, the the remaining two is tricky, though, because I do like both Lulu and uh, Yuna. They both have pretty okay. good uh, stories going through that game. Yep. Oh. I'm good. I don't know. Can I just hang, can we just, can I hang out with both of them? Just be best friends? I don't know. Karen's not the rules of the game. I mean, we've already bent the rules. Okay. Um, I guess we will hang out with... I don't know. I don't know. For no... I can't think of a real good reason for going this way. But I'm just going to... I'm going to hang out with... uh, I don't know. (laughs) I really like Final Fantasy X. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, actually, I can't forget if it's this is this is a mean way to do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um we'll we'll hang out with Lulu, mm-hmm. and then we will we'll we'll, we'll we'll stick with Yuna. But here's my reasoning, <laughs> and okay. I I'm going roughly off memory here. I'm pretty sure in Final Fantasy X, uh, for Lulu's celestial weapon, I could be so wrong. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm right. So for for her celestial weapon, which is her ultimate weapon in Final Fantasy X, she requires you to dodge uh, the lightning in Thunder Plains oh. 250, 250 times, and that shit sucks. Okay. Uh, especially in the HD version, because, because the HD version messes with the sync, so it makes it even harder. Oh, good. Uh, that's my reasoning, though. Like, it's tough because I really like Lulu and Yuna. They're both very interesting characters, especially throughout the duration of Final Fantasy X. Uh, even Riku was to a degree, but I'd out of the three, I'd ditch her probably the quickest. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. 
All right. Well, like I said, I've got no say in that one, so I don't know. It's 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 an NA from me. You look. You've met Yuna and Riku in Kingdom Hearts two, so pick between those two. They were little fairies uh, and they sucked. Uh, yeah. Like, get rid of them both. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Take that, Final Fantasy X two versions of Yuna and Riku. So next up, we have. This is a bit of a. Oh, this isn't too tough. This one. This isn't too bad. So we've got uh, Samusaran, Princess Peach, or Princess Zelda. I I think I think I've got I mean, a pretty good, like, a pretty safe bet with this one. Okay, I mean, All go right. for it. All right, I want I want I want to hang out with Samus. I want to you yep. know marry Zelda because you know she's lovely, very nice, uh, and let down gently Princess Peach because yeah, sure, why not? I mean, if it's Odyssey, she'd be letting you down. Exactly, I mean, that's you know, it. I'm going on a vacation. I'm globe trotting. Exactly, <laughs> and I don't want to have to try and compete with. Fucking Bowser all the time, like it's a lot of effort. I'm like, oh, always, that's fine. Always kidnapping. There's a lot of baggage there. I'll just Not watch fault, really. I'll just, but... Yeah, exactly. I'll just watch it from the sidelines. It's fine. Like, it's like, oh, cool. What's going on over there? Great. Meanwhile, me and Samus Personally, are hanging out. It would, just... it, it would have been trickier if it was Daisy. Honestly, you know what? You you're not wrong there. <laughs> Actually, if it was <laughs> if it was Rosalina, that'd be tough. What if it was it, yeah, it was Daisy, Rosalina, and Peach? Oh, Peach is still getting ditched, but like it's tough yeah. between Daisy and Rosalina. They're both very cool. I think I think I'd have to marry Rosalina and hang out with Daisy. I think that's that's how I'd go with that one. <laughs> that's probably how you I heard go. It here first. I just I like Joel's Rosalina. decided. I just like Rosalina. She's awesome. They're cool, like emo fringe. Cool. Yeah, it's great. What about and, you? You know, space. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, what about um, you? Well, mine's similar to yours. I would probably, um, I would let, I would let Princess Peach down. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. No offense, but like, you know, you, you, there's a lot of good points that you raised. Yep. I uh, would probably flip your two. Um, uh, hang out, hang out with Zelda. Yep. Because you know she's cool, but she's got that whole Triforce thing going on, and yeah, you know, Link's always going to be in the picture, and then there's Ganondorf. Whatever. I mean, it depends. Um, it depends what what. Which timeline Zelda we're talking which, about too? Okay, well now we're going we're going too deep now. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a whole other kettle of fish. You could almost do like three Zeldas. <laughs> like, you really could. And, uh, you could and pick go three Zeldas easily. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess I guess besides my obvious uh, affinity for the Metroid franchise, Samus Aran is also a fucking badass. Oh yeah, she would. She kicks everyone's ass and. That's pretty. That's pretty cool, man. Oh yeah, she's awesome. Like she's total badass. She's the epitome of badass. But um, yeah, that's it was. It's tough between those two. But I think I would. I would flip yours. Okay. All right. That no. That that's. I kind of expected that to be honest. That's. Plus, that's... Samus has like a has a cool like a battle suit and a spaceship. Come on, man. Yeah, true. <laughs> so I can still I can still make use of that while hanging out with her. We just go on like cool intergalactic space trips and just hang out and be like, yeah. That's fair. Respond to distress beacons, all the usual stuff. Wipe out the Metroids. <laughs> Nothing too. Yeah, just just, just usual like everyday Tuesday. Just a bit of casual genocide. It's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, it's no problem. Not a problem. Uh, speaking of intergalactic space trips, uh, our final one we've got is Femshep, Jack. And Miranda from Mass Effect. I know who I'm letting down already. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be careful though. 
because you know it's Miranda. <laughs> it's oh okay. I thought all right, that's fair. That's fair. I was I was initially considering it. I was like, oh, let down Jack, but I fought back to my time across Mass Effect two and three. And sorry, Miranda, I'm just not. Yep. Just just not that interesting, really. Yeah, I think I agree. Jack's with you got on that a one. really compelling story, and mm-hmm. man. I've said a lot of bad things about Mass Effect 3, but what they do with Jack in that game is pretty rad. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I do like that. Um, I'd probably hang out with Jack and marry Femship because redheads. Yep. 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 Yeah, Femship's, Femship is, a, again, a badass and voiced by uh, Jennifer Hale. Yep. So that's also, a big also tick awesome. right there. Yep. Um, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely in the same boat. <laughs> yep. No, I think that's a pretty solid lock, that one. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, sorry, Miranda. Like yeah. ever since I ran into Miranda in Mass Effect Two, I'm just, I was just like, nah. Oh, and then in story in three, I was like, nah, nah. No, she's and she's a bit of a bitch in two for starters. Anyway, well, she works with Cerberus, so that doesn't yeah doesn't win her many points. Like you're not yeah, that's not great. Right off the bat, there. Um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Not a great first impression. No, uh, that's it. that's uh that's it. That's our game we've got there from Ben. So thank you very much, Ben. Um, it was a really fun little uh, experiment, even if we did slightly adapt it, um, just to make it a little bit more, I guess, appropriate for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, cool. So uh, our next question comes up from the one, the only, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick himself. Wonderful, wonderful friend of the show and lovely human being and designer of all our graphic design work and has drawn some amazing artwork for us. And he's just, like I said, just a genuinely a nice guy and we love him to death. He's a big supporter of us and we greatly appreciate it. So, um, Sean asks us, given that the concept of an official virtual console is looking grim, would you boys ever experiment with modding to play GameCube slash 64 games on your Switch? Short answer, no. <laughs> no, I really yeah, wouldn't. I, I'm also a no, and it's it's partially because I I haven't given. I mean, I've given up on the virtual console, but I do believe Nintendo will, without doubt, find a way to charge you for those old games. Because oh, for sure. How could they pass that up? But the real reason for the no is, first of all, you, like Nintendo are always at battle with homebrewers and console modders and all that. Yep. And it's just not really worth the risk of bricking my Switch to play old games. That's oh, just where I'm at with it. No, absolutely not. It's the, the risk like is just way too great. And I I love mm. my Switch way too much to put that on the line. Yeah. Um I mean if that if that threat wasn't there or like they they straight up came out and said that hey look we're not we're not going to sell you our old games. Then honestly Maybe I'd probably save up my cash, get a second Switch, and do it then. But none yeah. of my primary Switches is not worth the risk of them going. Oh, by the way, this new update, this new firmware update, it will brick your your homebrewed or modded consoles. Yeah, I mean they've done it before. Like I know that was there were patches to the, like the DS and a lot of that mm-hmm. that would and like even the Wii's that would brick if you had like because um, I had a, I had a mod on my Wii for a while there. That's right. It was pretty too. cool. It was yeah. pretty easy to use. Yeah. So my Wii is modded. And it was always a careful game of like, can I buy this first party Nintendo game or will it brick my Wii because of like a, a forced firmware update that would come on the disc. So it's just a dangerous game and I'm not too interested in playing again after that. Yeah, no, it's no, there's no, there's no, the, the, the risk greatly outweighs 
the reward on that, and it just doesn't, doesn't does not interest me whatsoever. So I'm sorry to be really boring and answer the question with just like a straight up no. But yeah, you're right. It's just the risk of having like this console that I I love dearly um, being bricked for something that I did of my own accord. It's not worth it. Yeah, and it's not even I have it's not even really being boring. It's it's just more so like at this point you know that Nintendo's not going to drop their firmware war they just won't it's no. how they do it they just drop patches and patches and patches until yep yeah it just it overwhelms and it's just yeah the risk isn't worth it for like a, another 400 dollar switch really no especially the way things are going with like the cloud save system like if i ended up bricking my switch and all my save data was just gone that would be the worst yeah there's no i i yeah, yeah. there's no there's no point risking all that um no yeah so sorry sean that's that simple answer to the question um <laughs> didn't like like i said nintendo nintendo will find a way to charge us for those old games it will oh, for sure for sure um i think it's just the way with consoles in general now i don't think i'd consider modding at all really like on any of my consoles nah. there's no there's no reason for it i guess like if there's a game i really want to play i could like dig up all my old consoles and play it that way but like there's nothing that's really grabbed me that's like, oh, I really want to play this again. So, you know. I mean, it's tough. We didn't we didn't really talk about Nintendo. I don't think we did talk about Nintendo's war on, I think it took down Emu Paradise recently. That's right. It's a whole different thing we could talk about for a while. And it does bring up a good point that Nintendo was just like, no, we're shutting you down, but also just refused to give people a way to buy those games legally. Yeah. And it is incredibly frustrating and that has to change. When it changes, who knows? But that's a whole other topic, like Nintendo and the homebrew and the ROMs and the emulation and all that. They just, they never drop it, but they haven't given us an alternative and it sucks. That's it. Yeah. No, there's, like, and, and they haven't even like hinted at an alternative. So apart from those, uh, those 20 NES classic games and which, of which we know 10 of, including some amazing ones like tennis and oh, yeah. golf. Mm. Can't, can't wait to have those. Mm, me, me neither. Yay. Um, God. But uh, yeah. But anyway, Sean, thank you very much for your question. It was uh, it was a good one, albeit a short one. Um, but yeah, moving right along onto our very final question for the episode this week, and it comes from Mister Broderick Gordes himself, co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast. Um, if if you like listening to people talk about television as much as you like listening to us talk about video games, then Hunting Seasons is the podcast for you. It is such a great podcast. Um, their last episode, I haven't got around to listening to yet, but they've just uh, uh, gone over BoJack Horseman Season 3. Um, Ooh, are they going to squeeze in 4 before 5 comes in? I'm assuming maybe they'll, they'll get they'll, they'll try and get it in this week. That's what I'm assuming anyway. But uh, yeah, nice. it's... it's uh, oh Man, you just reminded me that comes out this week. Oh, I don't know if it I'm does, ready for that. Like at the end of a week. Oh, I don't <laughs> I'm know if not, I'm ready for it. Take it one episode at a time and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Oh, no, see, I just fall down the hole and then I'm like, what is life? Um, but yes, it's an amazing podcast. Uh, Brod and his co-host Damask are lovely, lovely, amazing people and they know their shit when it comes to talking about television uh, and the uh, the going-ons behind the scenes and, and, and the entertainment business itself. So go and check them out. They're awesome. It's a great podcast and we love it. But Brod asks us this week, Excluding the standard modern console controllers, uh, buttons with D-pads and or joysticks, think 
close variations on the lines from the NES controller through to the PS4 DualShock controller, so any of those off, off the table, what are your favourite ways to control your games? Flight stick? Touch? Waggle? Power glove? Never the power glove, unless we're playing Top Gun. It's so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It's so Unless you're playing bad. Top Gun. Yeah, exactly. You can never, never land a plane unless you're using the power glove. Yeah, using the power glove, you're fine. Jeez. Um, uh, I mean, I have a pretty obvious answer for this one. Go on. It's it's plastic instruments. Like, oh yeah, it's true. It's the plastic rock band and guitar hero series. The rock band guitar series, and even DJ DJ Hero, like all of those rhythm games yeah, that had yeah. like plastic peripherals. Yeah, that's that's my jam. Like. If someone hands me a control like a guitar controller and says, "Let's play some guitar," I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely!" Like, I'm not going to turn that down. Hell no. Um, it, it's one of those things that again is entirely dependent on the game and the platform and whatever. But I think the control method for a lot of stuff that made the most sense for me was when we got like touchscreen stuff with the DS and the Wii U and the yeah. Switch now and all that, and even mobile that- games, yeah. Even mobile games, yeah, exactly. Like, it just, it works really well for some... I mean, again, there are some that doesn't work for. But yeah. when I think of stuff like, obviously, having... Uh, using the touchscreen in Pokemon for, like, the menus and stuff was just, duh, yep. made sense. Even, like... Uh, uh, the the, the, the touchscreen stuff in Twilly. In the oh, view, yeah, yes. Beautiful. Yep, yep. Um, so engaging. Even though the game itself might not be great, but, like, Metro Prime Hunters, the fact that they got, like, at that time, uh, like, a first-person shooter running oh, yeah. on the DS was super impressive and, and it, it looks great and like if if you describe the, t- the the control scheme it's just sort of like how does that work no. but it does and it, it yeah it's essentially like it's it's as close as you could probably get to having like a mouse and keyboard on a handheld console really um because but have- i mean since you've bought that up like controlling metroid prime 3 and then also the trilogy when that came out on wii with the wiimote was also yeah. just just fun just a good time First shooting person things like on- using the uh the nunchuck is like a as the grapple hook of a whip. Yep, and stuff like that. Just a good time. First person shooters in general, there weren't um, many that were very good. But like, just the, the the idea of having like a first person shooter on on the Wii using the 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 Wiimote to you know aim made so much sense. Even in games like in like your Zelda's and stuff like that, using it to aim grapple hooks and and uh, and stuff like yeah. that was really really cool. So it worked really well. Um. But yeah, I'm just a sucker for plastic instruments, man. Like, I love that shit. <laughs> That's fair. I, It's fair. They're, they're good. They're fun. Like, it's a shame that Guitar Hero and Rock Band didn't survive their resurgence this generation. But there's always next gen, I guess, if they're willing to try again. I hope so. I really do. I'd buy, like, just, like, a, je- a dedicated, like, box for a rhythm game. So I'd, <laughs> I'd, I just want that. I know, I know. You know what? I know you would do that. Yep. 100%. I'd be one of, like, six people that would, but... Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think of other ones, though. I think you're right on the money I with mean, touch fly, controls. I mean, flight sticks are great for, like, flight games and all that, but yeah, it is... Mm. Yeah. Um, Like, I, I I mean, I don't, like... I I tried doing it at home because I had a, a one ages and ages and ages ago, but, like, steering wheels and stuff like that for racing games, but, like, when you're in an arcade, that's a lot of fun, like... Just different controls and things in in arcades, like interesting ways to control games. Oh yeah, were fun. Like just the base taking the basic concept of like a light gun game and then like adapting it for certain things. Like, well, even just even honestly, light gun games. Like, yeah, true. 
timeless. They're a classic. Yeah. Well, there's like there's the uh, Luigi's Mansion um, light gun game that's like instead of having it's one of the ones that's like a turret one that you sit in like a little oh yeah little thing um, and it's got like the little turret guns. But they're um yeah actually no you actually have like a it's almost like a pointer and it's a um it's a it's a what's the name of his vacuum. Oh, the, um, the Polter... Poltergust, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the Poltergust. Yeah, the Poltergust. Um, so it's like a little, it's like a Poltergust you can use, and I'm like, that's really cool. Um, I like that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's, the winner for me is definitely the Plastic Instruments. Easily. Yeah. Easily, for me. So many fun nights on, on the, uh, on the old rock band guitar for me. So many fun nights. Um... I I look back very fondly on those days. Uh but yeah, maybe one day we'll get the band back together. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Brod, for your question. It was um Yeah. It was a fun little interesting way of thinking about controlling games and stuff. I was I had to stop and think for a little bit there, apart from the obvious, but um that I was that I that I brought to the table. But yeah. I think the touch controls thing is a pretty a big movement. And that's such a normal thing now. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it's so it's so tactile and easy to pick up as well for people who don't maybe not normally play games. It's like you just touch that and move it here. And like, yeah. You know. But there's also uh, a lot of depth that I, can be added to that. I remember, I mean, they probably had already existed in phones, but I remember when Nintendo announced the DS and it was this weird thing that we we're going to get a dual screen handheld. Mm-hmm. One screen would be a touch screen and it would come with like a stylus. And it was like, this is just how the, like, that's how Nintendo handhelds have been since the DS. Like, yep. That's just a thing. Yep. It's sort of interesting to think about that. Yeah. That Same, was... even since, like, the, the, the Wii, like, Nintendo's consoles have had the Wiimote for both the Wii and the Wii U, and it sort of evolved into the Switch with the uh, Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons, yeah. So, like, they stuck to their guns with both of those choices and have sort of just evolved them as needed. Yeah. Um. It, yeah, it's, it, that's a really good point. It's a really good point. But uh, but thank you very much, Brod, for your question. Uh, it was it was lovely to to have a bit of a chat about that. Uh, but on that note, Karen, I think that's uh, that's an episode. What do you reckon? I think it, it's a good episode. It's a let's, good episode. Say that. Solid. Solid. <laughs> good old episode. Uh, do you lots want to, of two down horns. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to take us home then, Karen? I sure will. Uh, as always, thank you for, for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast, especially if you have reached this point. You've listened to us for a good hour or so just rant about video games, which we just love doing. Uh, if you would like to keep up to date with our, hap- our latest movements, you can find us both on Facebook and Twitter, where we are just Dialogue Options. You can also hit up our website, where we are dial- uh, com, or you can email us. Uh, we both have our personal emails now, Joel. Which is yes. just our name at Dialogue Options. So I'm Kyron at Dialogue Options and Joel is Joel at Dialogue Options. Yeah. Or there's our general one, which is contact at dialogueoptions.com. Additionally, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it's Podbean or Podchaser or Spotify or iTunes, wherever it is, uh, chuck us a review or a share or a like. It does help. It really does. And, of course, our individual accounts. You can find me on Twitter at LemonManX. We've, the, the best thing I've actually tweeted recently is, um, so Shadow of a Tomb Raider comes out this week, Joel. Right? Oh yeah, I completely forgot. Uh, it's getting it's getting 
I mean, it's got some bad reviews, but it's got some also really interesting reviews that kind of put it back on my radar maybe next year. Okay. Not immediately. But uh, obviously, since it is a modern video game, it has a photo mode because you cannot put out a game these days without that feature. Especially if it's an action-adventure so, game. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I retweeted a tweet, and it's um, it's like four, four photos of Lara Croft. And the text of a tweet is, you can change Lara's facial expression in Shadow of a Tomb Raider. In Shadow of a Tomb Raider's photo mode. And it just makes it look like she's going through a really intense gap year. <laughs> and the photos are pretty funny. Like, <laughs> they're pretty damn funny. And <laughs> if I had that game, it's all I would be doing. Just making those weird gap year photos where she's... Like, one, she's, like, covered in mud. Like, she's got the bow drawn full. And she's just she's just smiling, having a good time. Like, a- yeah, wow. <laughs> Look at her go. Backpacking her way through uh, the through through yeah. like New Mexico or whatever, yeah. Exactly. Uh but where can they find you, Joel? Uh you can find me at Jolly Mac, where um I've been tweeting about Spider Man. So much Spider Man. Yeah. Sp- um Spider Man, Spider Man. I did also put it up just to get slightly political for a moment. I guess no, I guess it's kinda of political. But I did po- I did post a tweet about um I just said, I love looking at the comments on posts about the new rental laws. Oh no, did they ruin your five investment properties you brought that makes it harder for younger people to actually buy a house? Oh, didums. Um, oh, boohoo. So if you're not from Victoria, it's just Victoria, isn't it? I don't know if it's Australia-wide. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's, it's Victoria. So basically... It was, yeah, or mate, Daniel Andrews. Exactly. Yeah, so basically in Victoria now, like, it's, you know, uh, landlord... Uh, Renters have a lot more rights in terms of what they can and can't do within rental properties, and it's really, really cool to hear. But if you want to have a bit of a laugh um, at that kind of thing, listen to uh, go and read some of the comments on some of the posts about it. They're like, "Well, what about what about landlords' rights?" And it's like you've had so many fucking rights up until now. Like, it, okay, I get it. It must be frustrating for you, but seriously, come on. Anyway. The times they are changing. Exactly, that's it. Um, and I also tweeted about my new uh, beard oil stuff I got from Scruffy Fella. Give a bit of a plug to that. If you've got a bit of a beard that needs a bit of ta- bit ta- bit of taming, um, they have amazing uh, uh, beard oils and balms and hair and beard shampoo, which is amazing. My beard is like the softest it's ever been. Like it's so nice. Even Ash is very, very, very appreciative of that. Um, and um, they do like all this like cool like wax melts and stuff, but they're all, like manly scents. He sent me um the guy who runs it sent me a um some wax melts that are uh, that barbershop smell and it has that like soapy kind of barbershop smell when you walk into a barbershop, which is really nice. Um, nice. Yeah, no, really awesome. It's run by one guy. Um, and yeah, it's called Scruffy Fella. So S C U R F F Y F E L L A. Um, go and check them out if you want to support like a smaller business there um, based in Victoria and really cool shit. So yeah, that's all I've been tweeting about this week. Good times. Well, in that case, I will I will let our wonderful theme song by yours by, by you take us out and we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Dialogue Options Podcast.